0: All right, getting ready to rock the health world early on a Monday, the twelfth of February, twenty twenty-four. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Post Super Bowl hangover. For those of you watched it, you want to talk uh, weird stuff about that? We can. It's you, me, and Super D today. So hey, we we could be all over the map. Let's see what's going on in the news as well. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah. No, there's some letters some stories to do it. Plus, a homeopathic hit. Another one. Yes. What happens when you combine iodine with arsenic? No, I'm not kidding. Yeah, that's a, that's your hint for the remedy of the day. Also, detox dialogues. What are you going to soak in to help detox your body? We got that going on and a whole lot more at robertscabell.com slash listen. Are you listening? And uh, we'll see you on the air in just a moment. I know it's early, but I'm glad you're here. If it's later, you did, you missed the early show. Anyway, here we go. The Robert Scott Bell Show is on now. Robert, Scott, the
1: Bell Robert Scott Bell Show. Now, the voice of health, freedom, and liberty, here's Robert Scott Bell.
0: All right, get ready for a casual Monday. Why do, I, why do I say that? Well, when it's you, me, and Super D, we get to do whatever we want. Not that it's a bad thing when I have all these awesome guests on, but, of course, then we, we focal point differently. And for those of you wondering, well, why are you on so early today, Robert? For those of you watching and listening live or getting the memo early, it's because I'm flying out after the show. Well, I wouldn't be able to do the show at the time I'm flying out. So I said, Super D, can you wake up a little early? He's like, no. Because he already wakes up so early, he didn't have to wake up early at all, just normal for him, and uh, get ready to go broadcast a couple hours before we normally do it, and then I'll head to the airport. Why? Uh, Jim Baker Ministries invited me back on to talk about vascular health, miracle things like that, and uh, I had a good time the first time meeting him and his wife, Lori, very nice people, and a whole history. A lot of people in this audience are too young to even know who they are, which is okay. Uh, and if you're old enough, don't feel old. We're all there with you. So, uh, um, actually this morning I went to the, the, the gym this morning, I was like debating because of the the, the crunch time, but I'm like, I got up early enough, not like super dawn early, but me early. (laughs) And I was like, I think I can do it. Went in there, cranked out a good workout. And, uh, I was like at one point doing the trainer-led session. And I was like, ow, my butt, ow, like muscles. Like, what is going on here? I did work out on Saturday. My daughter came with me to the kickboxing session, which was cool, but it wasn't that. And I realized yesterday uh, it was a, a beautiful sunny, it was very cold, but beautiful and sunny and the sun warmed, warmed us up. So spent a lot of time outside also in the greenhouses doing already planning ahead for spring planting. So we started dropping some seeds in. I uh, did some of the soil amendments uh, as well and uh, just transplanted some things. And then I was like, you know what? There's a lot of things that I still need to do outside because I saw yesterday the neighbor, they they brought in a professional to go and prune their huge fruit trees you know, these big fruit trees. I'm like, okay, they're pruning it. I mean, that's my clue. It's time to prune because I've been asking when's the best time to prune the fruit trees, right? So you get the growth where you want it to go. It's focused in a certain way. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to get up in that humongous apricot tree that we have. And it was hanging over the back where it was over the fence into where the the cows are. And the cows don't particularly care for apricots anyway. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll get up there. And I'm like, climbing, like, remember when you were a kid? Anybody else climb trees when they're a kid? Did anybody fall off and get hurt? Uh, thankfully, I, I, that's a classic thing for kids, right? You grow up in the days where you didn't have to wear helmets and seat belts and you climb trees and fall off of them <laughs> and then break something. Thankfully, I never did that. I mean, I I did some crazy stunts on bikes and we were evil Knievel, we were jumping things and everything. So long before I knew anything about Arnica, I was not in a homeopathic family. You may know that now. I, I wasn't, so. We treated everything with drugs, non steroidal stuff and whatever. But there was a time, I don't know if, I, if I've told this story before, uh, but like one of the neighbors in the neighborhood back in the day when we were kids uh, had a trampoline. Back then, you know, the trampolines were just set up wherever, there were no nets around it. There was no, I mean, it's like these death traps, right? And I don't know how it happened, jumping and bouncing, springing up. And then like Superman, I went off the trampoline out and I hit sideways into my rib cage, you know, just right. I don't know how that happened, but I'm like, I'm sprawled out like Superman in the air. And instead of going in with my head first, I went sideways. I don't know how this happened to this day. And I came down like, oh man, I thought I broke my ribs. Uh, You know, so they actually called the paramedics. It was the one time I have a vicious memory. I was wearing... A yellow shirt. Isn't that that interesting how these memories? I was wearing a yellow shirt. I think it had like a collar, like an Izod, but wasn't an Izod, that kind of shirt. I don't even know. But yeah, they had to cut it off, like the paramedics cut it off because I I couldn't move. And it turned the, uh, is it concave, I think? There's convex and concave. It turned the left side of my rib cage a little concave. And I, I remember, I don't know if it was broken, but it just kind of crunched them in. And it's always been a little bit off since that point. But, you know, you overcome these things. But anyway, back to my original reason, not for telling that, but I'm climbing the apricot tree. And, I'm, you know, I'm taking, I've got the, the this really good cut. I'm not using any electric or gas-powered stuff right now. I'm just taking one of those big cutters, but it has a, a large hook that cooks around it. And it's got the blade and it comes in like that. And, you know, so you can, if you got the right leverage, you can cut through a really big branch with this thing. And so I'm leaning out and over it and it's just awkward. I'm like bonking. If you saw my forearms are all cut up from just trying to brace myself and everything, uh, you know, sliced a little bit here, but I was like, I don't want to fall. But yet I'm like, I need to reach out. I need to reach out and uh, get to the, you know, the areas where it's kind of grown over into the, into the cow pasture. And so I'm getting there, but it's like, oh, I'm fighting this thing. At a certain point, uh, I, my glasses flew off. I'm like, honey, where are you? She was out front doing some things. And uh, so I was like, I didn't need my glasses. I can do this. I can still do this. But I realized... Coming back to, this the long story, longest story to hear about a sore butt. This is the weirdest thing, isn't it? But it's Monday, I'm just gonna roll with it. So I'm like in the gym, kickboxing, doing my thing. I'm like, oh, why am I so sore? Then I realized it in bracing myself in the tree in the various positions, you're like, Ugh! you're just using every ounce of strength you got as far as the legs to counterbalance that you're reaching out. I don't want to fall down yet. I don't want to give up on completing the task. And so I kind of you know, wiggled. So that was it. That's my story. If you climb trees, make sure you have strong butt muscles because you could fall down. Maybe that's why people fall out of trees. They don't have strong butt muscle. I don't know. I'm talking about gluteus maximus, right? The kind of thing that yeah, most guys, they don't have that strength like the women do. Anyway, I got it. I survived. I made it through and I felt very good about uh, the pruning that went on yesterday before before the stupid bowl, as we call it, the Super Bowl, which many of you in this audience think it's an absolute waste of time, and I respect that. And others, Super Don will kind of laugh at you for doing so, don't care about the San Francisco 49ers or the Kansas City Chiefs or any of those people. And so uh, Super D had some family over. We'll hear about his experience. I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, uh the Niners lost in overtime. I was rooting again. I was always rooting for a good game, just for the fun of escapism, if you will. Just uh and it was a good game, but in the end, unfortunately, Pfizer won. Pfizer had a big ad at the end there. Uh, and there was only one thing, you know, when you hear all about the the crazy demonic Super Bowl stuff, they had Usher, I think was his name, that did the uh the, the halftime show. Tell you you feel old when you don't know any of the songs of the main headline act at the halftime show. I think I might, I think at the end I recognize some song that he did cause they play it like at sports events and things like that. But other than that, um, I think the only overtly demonic thing I saw was when they, when they, you know, that they, they would go into the the, the million dollar box that um, Travis Kelsey bought with his Pfizer money for his girlfriend, Taylor and uh, who else was there? Ryan Reynolds' wife. What's her name? Anyway, Ryan Reynolds coming out with the next Deadpool. Anyway, uh, his wife. They were. But there was some some lady there that was also a celebrity, maybe a musician, a a singer or something. But she had an upside down cross on, and she did some just weird hand gestures. That if you know hand gestures, it. I don't know if it is demonic or not, but it looked like it was. I'll just say that.
1: Okay, hold on a second. You see that? Hold on a second. Did you see this live? Or yeah. are you referring to the meme that's been on on the internet? No,
0: I don't know the meme. It was like live. It was like a cutaway okay. to this chick who was in the in the booth. She did something weird with her hands to like make them look like goat devil horns and an upside down cross. I don't know who this woman is, but I'm like, look at that. I'm like, that did not look very spiritually uplifting to me. I'm just saying mm. I don't know about the meme.
1: Because I saw I saw it. Well, yeah. it wasn't a I guess it wasn't a meme. A sort, yeah. Whatever. What is a meme? I don't know. <laughs> a picture on the uh, With, on twitter you know it, yeah. i just call it memes something mm-hmm. like that i don't remember seeing that yeah um
0: i saw it live it was a cutaway i'm like okay yeah. that's gonna that's gonna make headlines because that geez. was like right. a, a devil <laughs> worship kind of thing oh uh, satan that yes. was a satan thing whatever that was i'm sure it was whatever but normally like the half you know how much show, yeah anyway the, the halftime <sighs> show has usually got more stuff like that i didn't you know, i the Usher, halftime dude. show was cool. It was Usher. I Usher mean, yeah, and dance. I was talking with yeah. my wife. I'm like, he's dude. like forty-five
1: years old. I mean, he's kind of like you know, he was big, you know, twenty-some odd years ago. Yeah, um, and I recognized a few of the songs um, mm-hmm. that I well, you know, because I had teenagers at the time when he was popular. Right. So I, I was more familiar with the music, but
0: uh, yeah. My, yeah, my kids were was, too young. I it passed me by.
1: But anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the 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 girl that you're talking about, girl, yeah. lady, whatever. Yeah. Um. Her name is Ice Spice. She was and one I, of the
0: Spice Girls. I don't recognize. I think her.
1: she's the daughter of one of the Spice Girls, and she's a rapper. Okay. Um. And so I did see the the you know the the, the picture. Somebody posted on Twitter. Or something yeah. like that. was That's, there a
0: scary spice was that one of the spice girls there was
1: one i think yeah
0: well this this daughter of one of them was scary <laughs> to me scary. i was like i don't want to meet her in a dark alley uh, like i, just, I don't know she might throw up you know what's funny me.
1: to me and i know i'm gonna piss off some people don't uh, do by, that on by saying this i'm gonna scare but it's like there are people that literally they they hate football yeah they hate sports but they watch the super bowl every Super Bowl, because they want to try and find the satanic references to it's like, it's almost like there's like a bingo card for, uh, for, for, for some people where it's just like, you know, trying to guess what will be the satanic thing that we can, we can talk about and do documentaries about on YouTube and rumble, you you know?
0: Do you remember at the, uh, I think it was the 2012 Olympics in, in England, in London. Remember their opening ceremonies? We're all, it's all death hospital beds. Do you remember how dark that was?
1: Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, It was like
0: a prelude to the 2020 thing. I I mean, it's like, do you think that as much as, you know, we we'll talk occasionally about the weird politics of of Biden and the fact that he's not not present most of the time. And you're like, you you start hearing uh, rumors about, well, what's going to happen here is that the last minute at the democratic convention, they're going to helicopter in Michelle, Michael Obama, whatever at the end. You're like, well, that, In the years past, you go, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. But after you see all of the things and conspiracies become reality about so many things, all the predictions, you're like, I can't dismiss that easily at all. Especially as you see, Biden is not present. See, the problem that
1: you run into with that, though, Robert, okay, is that because some things uh, have been proven to be true. Yeah. You got to be careful. Because then if you open yourself up too much and you think everything is a conspiracy and you won't dismiss anything and you will entertain everything. And and that is going too far for me.
0: Do you think that I do that? You've got to have some critical
1: thinking and and reasoning here. Are
0: you accusing me of accepting everything as reality? Is that what you're saying?
1: What I'm saying is that (laughs) when people hear you say that, they'll be like, okay, now I know that everything is probably a conspiracy. And it's, 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 those. (laughs) Those people drive me nuts. All right. I'm sorry if you're one of those people that are listening right now. I I, I love you. Know, you. You're you're a human being and stuff like that. But I you know I I just I can't. <laughs> I just can't go there. It's just
0: but well, you look, have- that
1: was true. So that means everything's true. Yeah. No,
0: over the years, Super do you have to admit you've had to flex those uncomfortable muscles absolutely. more than ever. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, a hundred percent. I do not yeah. deny that. Mm-hmm. But there's also other stuff where I just want to throw stuff at people because you know it's just like. Come on, you know, this is this is, this is retarded. Oh, you can't say that. I did say that. Oh, so gosh. I'm not I'm not I'm not pointing putting my finger on anything yeah. in particular, so don't be offended if you're listening. You think right. I'm talking about you. It's not about you. It's, you are an individual and, and I don't probably don't even know you. This is about uh, Super Don and his, there are some, you know, there are just some things where it's like you know
0: delicate sensibilities.
1: <laughs> there's an old saying. Mm-hmm. uh that you know if you look for something hard enough, you'll find it yeah, and there are so many people I think that fall into that category where it's like and
0: there's just, another saying super Don that you can't mm-hmm. find what you're not looking for so somewhere in between some is fine, where you want to be somewhere
1: in between mm-hmm. but don't lose don't lose sight of reality and mm-hmm. and and you know critical thinking and and mm-hmm. and you know i mean don't just right. just accept things right, so, so let's wholesale. look back
0: let's look back at that super Bowl thing I saw. Right, I enjoyed Usher's dancing. Quite honestly, I was like Nancy and I were looking at. I'm like, dude, can dance? He's got Michael Jackson in him, you know, something like that. Uh, So, I I appreciated that. Now, that that thing that that uh, Scary Spice's daughter or whatever it was. Yeah, I
1: don't know. The thing is, is I when I saw the 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 picture on Twitter, I was like, all right, I got it. First off, the picture that I looked at. Her hands didn't even look like human hands. They were just like these, this weird, contorted, strange. It, maybe it was just the still, yeah. I guess, something like that. And so to me, I was looking at it, I'm like, that's the, no. like the worst Photoshop ever.
0: It really happened as far as what I saw. I want to see the
1: video. I want to see the video just okay. so that I know that for sure. Now, the cross uh, thing, mm-hmm. the thing is, if you zoom in on the cross, yeah. okay, from a distance with it being kind of blurry, yeah. It sort of looks like the the you know the the crossbar of the cross down. is slightly lower than center, but if you zoom in, you can see that it's a very ornate type of thing that is really hard to 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 to, to, to see, mm-hmm. and so I think the cross itself is. Fine. But there's like a little bit of an extension on there and people like, oh,
0: my goodness, Satan. Well, I've got a question about that because I don't know, like if you wear or let's say you 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 fly your American flag upside down. That's a sign of distress. Yes. If you wear a cross upside down, what does that mean? Because You're a fan of
1: Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. I used to have an earring with one of those on it. Yeah. That That was a thing back in the 80s.
0: So it, but I don't know. A, a, it's you, like,
1: what does it mean? What does it mean if you if you hang a cross upside down? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm sure somebody out there knows that. that well, that's there's why some I ask, kind of,
0: because if you don't know and I it's don't, it's supposed don't know, to be evil, knows.
1: satanic, antichrist. You who don't who knows? know?
0: I'm asking. So somebody uh, will come. All
1: right. Oh, so you don't want me to be sarcastic?
0: You, you've done enough sarcasm for one show. We just got for, for probably up. two, two shows up already. This is what happens when I do an early show with Super D. Of an up, upside Uh-oh. down. Your audio started getting funky. Cross. Can you hear me? Yeah, but it's it's clipping. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. You well, might have to come out, go out and come back. And I'll, I'll start with the opening story check that I plan on, on getting to.
1: Check my sound here. What am I at here? Yeah. I'm at. Uh,
0: check those downs.
1: 78. I should be at 81. Is it still clipping? Check, check, yeah. check one, two. Still clipping. Yeah. All right. I'll be back.
0: All right. Super Don's going to pause that for a moment. Hold that thought. All right. That thought. Now we can talk about Super Don because he's not going to be here for a moment. It's recording. <laughs> I will catch you if you do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the audio and the video are off and everything. So anyway, back at it here. Early show, Robert C. Abel and eventually Super Don. Um, we're, I'm just, you know, reminiscing about a weekend that was filled with all kinds of stuff. Got a lot done. And uh, when, when your wife says, you know, we got a lot done. You're like, you're not in the doghouse at all. Not close to the doghouse. Those are the good the good moments in life. All right, you is know, this better? Yes, thank you. Okay. So Super D, when, you're, when your wife says to you, hey, Don, we got a lot done this weekend. Uh-huh. Don't you feel really good? Does that ever happen to you? Never? Um, Never? No? Yeah,
1: yeah, of it course. Does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: but I was happen. just saying that that's when you know the doghouse is nowhere near you, Oh um, right?
1: I, you know, I've been pretty good for for a long time staying out of the doghouse. Yeah. It used to happen quite a lot. But um, But I'm just saying
0: it's these little things that are cues to go, ooh. Now would be the good time to you know ask, hey honey, could you make me breakfast, right? And, and you know normally I'm I'm doing that part of the day because it's just my routine, you know, getting ready for the show and everything else. So anyway, that was it was a fun weekend, and I didn't even ask you hardly about yours because I didn't want you to reminisce on the the, the sad loss. Oh the yeah, money. it <laughs>
1: sucked for a minute, but I mean whatever. It was a good yeah. game. Um, I really did want I uh, you know what, I was around and it was cool when the the 49ers have the dynasty and so I got to experience that my Lakers same situation mm-hmm. um but for Brock Purdy I guess really was, I wanted to see that because it what a what a what huge a story. success story right yeah, for him going from story. the last uh person in the draft to get to get picked uh called Mr irrelevant yeah and then at the end of of the of the season going to the Super Bowl uh breaking records you know, for him to have won the Super Bowl would have been awesome. End to that, but you know, whatever. That's a great it was story. It was yeah. It was a good game, and I, I, you know, I'm over it. I didn't, I didn't like uh, fall into deep depression or anything, or, or go outside and start lighting cars on fire or something. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So listen, let's 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 finish the thought here because I, I think this is an interesting topic here. Um, I just did a search on what the meaning of an upside down cross is. Oh. And and so it says here it can vary depending on the context uh, context right in which it's used. It says traditionally the upside down cross has been associated with anti Christian symbolism, often used to represent rebellion against or inversion of Christian values. Okay. In some contexts, it has been used as a symbol of Satanism, right or occultism. However, it's important to note that the interpretations can differ widely, and the symbol may carry different meanings or
0: different in, for you know different individuals. In groups, so there are competing definitions, if you will. It's not one definition of what it means. Yeah,
1: yeah. Now I'm sure. Let's see. Is there anybody in the chat room commenting on that? I'm sure there's got to be. Oh, maybe not. Um. Anyway.
0: Okay. Well, it's I just early. I, I remember
1: what... that was that was something Ozzy Osbourne used to. But you know, you... the whole Ozzy Osbourne thing was all about <laughs> him being the the Prince of Darkness and the you know it sold yeah. a lot of records. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Ozzy Osbourne, dude, I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised he's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, is, is, is as the way his lives. lifestyle was, yeah, uh, and the fact that he's still upright um, is is a testament
0: to something. Yeah, he's got nine lives, I think.
1: Yeah. Anyway, all right. So we ended the uh, upside down cross uh, conversation. The football situation I is can, what it yeah. is. Yeah, I, I can tell you. You know, uh, there was, people were making jokes before the Super Bowl that the drinking game should be that every time that the camera went to Taylor Swift, you should right. you have to take a shot. And so we kind of joked about that yesterday. There wasn't any drinking going on. I had mm-hmm. a little bit of wine. But um, uh, just because I wanted to see what it tastes like.
0: But, <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, oh, it's it really good. It was a Stellarosa uh, watermelon. Um, and I was just like, oh, God, I got to see what that tastes like before I give it away to somebody. Mm-hmm. But the you know the whole Taylor Swift thing really has got people up in arms. I mean, it seems like that's just all you know. Even on the in the the, the sportscasters right. and the news shows, and they were talking about it on a Fox News this morning. It's just like,
0: well, I was rooting against <sighs> Pfizer. That's just my honest. Opinion there. I was rooting against Pfizer. Yeah. Pfizer bought Travis, Kelsey, Kelsey. Now the news is he bought a $7 million mansion because he had 20 million come in and uh, he got 14 extra. So he spent a million on a suite at the super bowl for everybody that he wanted to be there. And uh, look, I, I don't begrudge people making big money. I just think when it comes to uh, big pharma money, that's a, that's to me, that's blood money. That's death money. And indicated by this opening story, you threw at me from Brownstone Institute. The Mm -hmm. FDA and vaccine manufacturers refuse to show us their work. I mean, this is an example of where, you know, I've been since 1999 when I first opened up the microphone back in Atlanta on a weekly show. You know, pointing out the, dare I say it, conspiratorial uh, silence or suppression of information about the danger of vaccines and the fact that they don't work. Well, some will argue, well, they still work, but what does it mean to work if you succeed as a vaccination What you do is suppress the expression of a given disease and claim victory. Yet, how is it victorious to then drive people into chronic disease that didn't exist, especially in young people back in history until this whole vaccine industrial complex got a hold of the Reagan administration, got Reagan to sign on to no liability for any of their products. And so when you see a story like this, the FDA and vaccine manufacturers refuse to show us their work. Does that indicate collusion or conspiracy of the FDA and the pharmaceutical industry that they work for to hide stuff from us? It would sure look that way. I mean, that's it? that's not a big stretch. I mean, like if you don't see that and say that you're like, I think now you're in denial. That's where you point out the other extreme is like there's nothing. There's no such thing as well, a conspiracy at all.
1: No. Well, I mean, let's look at the facts. OK, mm-hmm. uh, this is an article written by David uh, Gortler mm-hmm. and he's a, he's a, a pharmacologist a pharmacist and a former member of the FDA senior executive leadership team, so he kind of knows what he's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. He's well qualified for this. So, so here, here, here are the details, or here are the facts. Apparently, the FDA and vaccine manufacturers have not made public the testing methodologies used to assess the purity and consistency of mRNA COVID nineteen vaccines. The secrecy extends to the results of these tests, leaving us, the public, the scientific community, unable to verify. Any of these claims that they make about the safety and efficacy of the vaccine, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it might be kind of interesting to know. I mean, I guess we're just supposed to take their word for it, right?
0: That's what they'd like, yes.
1: That's totally what they would like. Now, there's some confidentiality uh, concerns here, apparently, because they received billions of taxpayer dollars, right? Our money Mm -hmm. for the research and and the development in uh, the the manufacturing of this here, and the FDA apparently kept there says here critical information about the vaccines ingredients and testing method, all these confidential. Mm-hmm. And you know, what do they always do? They cite proprietary reasons, right? Yeah, but we can't release that because if we do, then AstraZeneca will steal our 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 intellectual property, right? Which, you know, look, I mean, for legal reasons, I understand. I mean, they do have some, something, to, you know, a basis to stand on there mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to intellectual property, you know? I mean, if, if uh, you know, a company comes out with, let's say you and I invented some kind of amazing product or something like that, and we said, here, here's how we made it, here's all the ingredients, this is what we did, you know that some guy, you know, listening to something is going to be like, oh, well, I'll do that, and then he's going to, make money yeah, but, right but,
0: but that's not what's being done here I, I think that's a a false claim because i agree, with you. About I know, I agree with you no i agree a product to bring to market under an emergency who's going to steal it no one's going to have time you know this is not what's happening here right. fda didn't even have the proper testing methodology i mean there was so much wrong with this well and,
1: and on top of that you've got the fda they came out with a report right and the the report the methodologies were heavily redacted on this thing Mm-hmm. So it's like it was impossible for anybody who's independent to, like, try and replicate or verify or, you know, any of this stuff that they're saying. Yeah. And, you know, somebody might be like, well, you know, that makes sense. You know, they got to protect their, their, their product stuff like that. But, you know, we're also dealing with a company and an industry here that has this long history and laundry list of lies and deception. So don't you, I mean, there, there's a problem there, right? Where if they're just doing the same thing that they've always done and they come out with another thing and they say, here, just trust us, everything's all good. And we're supposed to go, oh, so this is not going to be, a, a, you know, like any of the other stuff that you said, trust us, everything's okay. No. And then it ended up killing people and you guys ended up, you know, eventually right. pulling it off the market. But after you guys had made billions of dollars and
0: thousands of people had died. So, Super i I'm going back to our history and even before you were with me on this. As I talked about these issues back from 1999 forward as in broadcast media, although that were, there was that one episode in 1994 when I first appeared in mass talk radio show on the subject and all the controversies that it, it entails, talking about the collusion of big pharma with big government and big media to silence and suppress any opposition, particularly to the vaccines, because that was considered, as I called it, the third rail of medical or pharmaceutical politics, like you, you could you know say, hey, there's this drug that has a problem. No one was going to accuse you of being anti, whatever. Big pharma, even you know, mm-hmm. it's like you point out that uh, Viox is problematic. They don't say, oh, you're an anti whatever. But you you simply question the safety of one, much less the entire schedule. That was untouchable. That's where you saw this this religiosity, this cult like devotion to you know what, John Rappaport initially coined the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism, and I called it the uh, uh, the sacrament within that church, mm-hmm. right? Vaccines mm-hmm. are the sacrament. And, and you know, so if you heard me the first, kind of like when I was on that Rusty Humphreys show, just barely <laughs> bringing some, some of these problems up. And Rusty right. Humphreys was a conservative talk show guy. I don't know if he's still around doing this. No, not. he's not. No, yeah, he's he, he was completely aghast. I mean, that's where it was. You
1: see him up there. There he is. Yeah. It it was, it
0: was, it wasn't just the liberals, so to speak, as you talk, talk radio, Hegelian dialectic, it wasn't liberals that had their head up there. You know, somebody's pharmaceutical butts or something.
1: He was the eighth. One of the, he was the, at that, at that that time when you were on his show, he was the eighth largest syndicated radio show in the country. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, You were just, you're just bringing you brought. I think if I remember correctly, you brought up the concept mm-hmm. that the FDA may yeah. cover things up,
0: was colluding uh, yeah.
1: that, that are harming people, right? And he was just like, well, you know, I don't think the FDA would ever do anything like that,
0: yeah. Well, it's it was a conservative and sometimes a libertarian blind spot when yeah. it came to drugs and pharma and vaccines, especially, and and so. Uh, you know, think about, well, I guess you could say one man's conspiracy is another man's, you know, fact-finding mission completed. And, you you know, you came in and saw, hey, what I'm talking about, it's kind of weird, but there's something interesting about it, intriguing about it, that somehow you were able to overcome some of your biases. And I don't mean this in a bad way. We all have biases. Like we just talked about, people that, you know, see a conspiracy in everything versus people who see it in nothing. And what's yeah. the in-between place? Well, Somehow listen. the in-between place resonated. <laughs> with you. Yeah,
1: I've always been a conservative-leaning person, mm-hmm. but not a. Uh, I mean, in my my very very young years, when I was maybe like around eighteen, um, I I was carrying the water. Okay, um, I I was drinking the Kool Aid, uh, but it what didn't take very long um, before you know I just my true self came out.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: and I questioned you know everything.
0: Mm hmm.
1: So, yeah, when I when I uh, started working with you, that's 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 what actually what, what drew me to you, because I mm-hmm. listen, I mean, let's let's be let's be let's be fair here. OK, okay. Be fair. let's be honest. Let's be honest. Honest. Go on. I, right. I was I was probably on the weekends because you had a weekend show. And if you remember back in the day, there was me and one other guy, Dave, uh, mm-hmm. that we ran the whole network on the, the whole weekends. Weekend, yeah. And we were totally, it was something we were proud of, but it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. The whole network. I mean, it was, we were the ones running the entire thing, all of the shows and stuff over the weekend. And so, I, you know, I mean, there were all kinds of shows that I was working on uh, yeah. at that time. You know, I had Motor Trend with Bob Long, which I don't think he's doing that anymore. I don't know what Bob's up to. Mm. Uh, I should try and check in with him. He's a good yeah. guy.
0: Well, Bob's always been a great guy. Yes. Yeah, good He's, guy. But I mean, there was. Shows, which I wish I could have been on a show with him doing cars. I love car stuff. You know that. It's another yeah. thing. Yeah. Had the
1: uh, Barry Farber show, Celia Farber's dead. Yeah, Celia's bad, uh yeah. Working really? on that. Monica Crowley, who's who's still a, I think she's still a Fox News she's contributor. She's doing Fox News stuff, yeah. She's doing Fox News. Michio Kaku had his uh, his Science Fantastic show that I got to work with. He Jackie Mason. I
0: got to work with Jackie, Jackie Mason. Jackie Mason. That's really right. legendary. The yeah, Jackie yeah.
1: Mason show. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so there were several others. There was uh, uh, John Bradshaw Layfield, the uh, WWE wrestler guy. Mm-hmm. He had a, he had
0: a show, Watchdog on Wall Street. I think I was on John's show once, and we had him on our show once. Pretty sure. Yeah. My Nancy could check. Uh, okay. Could check. Yeah. So John anyway, I had all
1: these shows and stuff like yeah. that. And then, then there was this 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 guy on Sundays. Yeah. And you know, it's a health show. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Whatever. Hmm. Uh, but the stuff you were talking about, you're bringing up the stuff, and it's like, these people are silencing these people, and these people are p- putting out this thing, and they're lying about us, and, you know, it's killing people, and and I'm just like, <laughs> wow, yeah. really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I started listening, I was listening some more, listening some more, and I kind of looked into it, and suddenly, it was just like, holy cow, this was stuff, like you said, a blind spot, Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow! Look at all this, this, this stuff and this corruption and this, right. whatever you know. And you got the little guy down here that's trying to, t- you know, tell the the truth about stuff. And you got this, especially big,
0: healing that they say can't happen is not a, it doesn't exist, or if it did, we're going to yeah. shut it down and lock you up. Yeah, I mean that's kind of a whole other underbelly of that's not freedom, that's not the America I thought I knew, right? That that was long before COVID,
1: and just an enormous amount of. Injustice,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
1: I can't stand for injustice.
0: Yeah, well, it irks I, I, me. Look, look, super d like people like Joe Rogan. You know, I've been you know occasionally we do this is going back years with Rogan, watching him and going, dude, he just he missed that, he missed. And like I'm judging by my standards, and you're like, no, 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 he's pretty good. Look what he's saying, and, you know, and he, and he has McCullough and other things, and now they're talking about you know the vaccines, talking mm-hmm. about. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., other stuff. I'm like, yeah, at the the other day, I think I saw a clip uh, when he had another guest on. They were talking about Bobby Kennedy and even the vaccines. He's like, yeah, that dude's telling some truth because you could tell they read the real Anthony Fauci. Uh, Oh, by the way, yeah, John Bradshaw Layfield, honey, if you want to check that. I'm just getting a message from my honey, see if we've had him on. Uh, So anyway, I'm hearing in this little clip I saw, I think it's on Twitter X that they play these things. And Rogan's going, but the vaccines work. I know they work, but but at the same time, they got problems, okay? And I'm saying, and this is not a dig on Rogan because Rogan's not trained in natural medicine of any kind. Not that he couldn't conceive of these concepts because he's a smart dude, but I'm going... Okay, define work. And I think I mentioned that in the opening, maybe when you were here or not here, I don't know. But it was about, okay, you could say vaccines work, but what did they work to accomplish? What did they do? And I've said this many times over the years, if you're new to the Robert Scott Bell Show, here's your introduction. What do vaccines do if they are considered work? Will they work? One, they've measured a titer, for instance, and said, well, we've measured the titer, so we've detected the development of antibodies for the thing we're trying to trigger an antibody for. So they say that's a success. The problem is having an antibody in the natural world is fine and dandy, but it's not necessary nor sufficient to prevent a a given disease. It might, it might not. It's not the holy grail that they make it out to be. You could survive and not even succumb to a quote unquote disease and not have any antibodies for it. You could have the antibodies and you could succumb to it and die from it. So it's just like the cholesterol red herring. You could have high cholesterol, half the people that do, oh, heres let me just say, all the people that have heart attacks, half the people that get them have high cholesterol, half have low. So how can you say it's the cause of when it's pretty evenly distributed across the cross-sectional up and down? And it's the same thing with the vaccine and antibodies. Now, take it to another perspective that I've shared over the years. That is suppressing the expression of a given disease. Now I I think I need to go to basics here. What does that mean? What is the expression of a disease, Super Don? Can can you answer that? And, and this is not a trick question, but as I say, I, I just kind of want to hear what does that sound like. Well,
1: okay, it? so you're talking about like you, you know you get uh, sick and you have a fever. Yeah, a fever is an expression of the disease. You take the Tylenol or you take the the yeah. the, the, the to
0: suppress that
1: whatever, and yeah. you express or you you suppress the expression. And you mm-hmm. think, oh I'm better now I'm feeling better and all you've done is you've squashed the, the, the body's uh, yeah. attempt to try and
0: and deal with it right and so in, in and in context of vaccines it's like before you get the fever right that's the idea it's like you're not reacting to the fever with a drug to suppress it it's suppressing the expression so it never expresses so you think I won I won the vaccine lottery I didn't get the fill in the blank measles whatever and so their argument in saying that it worked, and this is what I perceive Rogan to his interpretation of this, is you didn't get it. My argument is you still have it systemically and systematically deep within your body. You've never allowed it to come out. Therefore, it's sitting in there, you know, stewing, pester, festering underneath all of that. Or— and-
1: There is, there is an alternative to that. Mm -hmm. It could be that, you know, your immune system just happened to be in a good place that day. And (laughs) even though you suppressed Mm -hmm. the expression of the disease, you got lucky
0: you got lucky okay and
1: your your immune system managed to deal with it anyway
0: despite everything well yeah that you throw in another confounding factor i i know the use of the word luck there but i don't i don't believe in luck but well you know what i'm saying listen you play you played
1: roulette yeah (laughs) uh and and on that particular day you happened to have been hydrated really well you'd eaten some good food
0: your your your
1: microbiome was was in in uh in in uh, you know, a good, uh, good you know place. place, and so your body, despite you making it more difficult for it to deal with the disease, yeah. managed to kick it out because you were in a good place that day,
0: right? And like Leslie Snipes said in one of his movies, "Always bet on black." Always and bet and on, black. on black, right? Yes. Uh, so yeah, you you nailed it. Uh, but again, suppressing the expression of disease, so so it doesn't manifest. And you think, well, that means it worked, but it's not, as you know a double-blind placebo-controlled multi-center trial study that had ever been conducted. So all of this is anecdotal. So your belief about a thing colors what you state about it, right, for all the people that believe in vaccines or when Joe Rogan says they work. And I would argue, well... If your goal is to suppress the expression of these things or manifestation of it, in some cases, yeah, you could go. Hey, it looks like it worked, but at what cost? Because what are the chronic diseases? What are the inflammation? What are the degeneration? Those things were never considered. That's not a conspiracy theory. You know, they've never done the test, other than uh, after the afterwards. You know, people like uh, you know Brian Hooker and, and and Neil Miller and others have conducted these these things. Paul Thomas, MD, uh, a pediatrician, looked at all of the data and said. Man, man, the kids that get all the shots or most of the shots are chronically ill. They have more chronic diseases than anybody compared to those who get the least amount of shots or none at all, which is a retrospective study, which shows all right, you still haven't shown cause and effect. But it's a pretty glaring obviousness that says the kids who get these injections are suffering with numerous chronic ailments that are not happening. And again, my kids are an example Granted, it's an N of two, I guess you could say it, or oh, however you want to do the scientific study. But my kids, 24 and 18, they don't have the chronic diseases I had or my wife had growing up. All right. So is that one factor to consider? Sure. I've raised them more organically, limited GMO exposure to the best of my ability. We didn't vaccinate. They haven't been on antibiotics. So you can always throw out other things. But the point is, if you're not Willing to investigate, as we point out with this opening story, FDA and, and the vaccine industry covering up the the study design. They're not re- they're not being transparent at all. What are you trying to hide? Isn't that the natural question? If you're not willing to come out and go here, don't tell me it's about you're afraid someone's going to steal your, your your vaccine. This is all done with government funds anyway. You got you're playing house money, Pfizer, for instance. Or
1: but you, you know, know the reason why they can get away with it the way that they do is because they do know really well yeah how to find those loopholes. Sure, because it's, that that law, right that would protect a company and their intellectual property uh, and trade secrets, right uh, is a legitimate thing. They qualify and would fall under the protection of yeah. that same law and they know that. And so they're able to hide that stuff. And as we know, after billions and billions and billions, like Donald Trump would say, yeah. of dollars in fines that the pharmaceutical mm. industry has has been nailed with. We know they're crooked. And that's yeah. the thing. We know they're crooked. And they know we know they're crooked. Yeah. But they also know we can't do anything about it. Yeah, and so well, that's why they continue to do what they do. And that's why they push this stuff out and they go, "Oh, just, just trust us.
0: Well, they know that we're the experts that many people are still duped, still in the religion, still in the, in the, in the cult. And, and many of those people are still in positions of power to keep it going. Even though more people than ever are awake and aware, as we point out, uh, over the course of COVID and the COVID injections, more people than ever. Even as you point out, the definition of being an anti vaxxer means you have questions about one. Just the COVID vaccine is enough and you're suddenly, you know, blanketed. But or, or, is- or you are, or you're just against mandates. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. that too. Oh, yeah. now you're an anti vaxxer. Yeah. So they they played way, their hand way too, too too far. I think they've gone in this case. Now, that doesn't mean instantaneously it's all over. I think one day we'll look back at the whole vaccine industrial complex and say, man, we, we, that was pharmacia. That was indeed sorcery. They hoodwinked, they, they programmed, they, they threw a spell over all of us. You know, I, I grew up, I didn't know this. And, and, you know, we look back, we're like there really wasn't any sound science to say this was a good thing to do even if you could say like Rogan says, well, they work right at what cost, at what cost did, did they work to not allow you to manifest you're given whatever you were trying to prevent with the injection. And I'm, you know, I'm pointing out that maybe, maybe I'm far too ahead of time, even though I think things are catching up. I always like to bring up the the uh, example of Peter McCullough, you know, one of the top level, most published physicians in the area of cardiology on planet earth fully vaccinated, his kids fully vaccinated, telling me my grandkids will get none. You know, that that's not just like, oh, here, we just pulled somebody off the street that had no, you know, dog in the fight. Here's a guy that's all in and believed it all. Like many that go through medical school, become doctors, and I don't mean they're bad people, but they've been programmed like all humans are capable of being programmed. And so breaking through the programming is what we're witnessing today, big time. Now, you know, as we talk silly and superfluous stuff like, uh, Super Bowl, you know, there are people that take that very seriously as uh, not only a waste of time, but, you know, it, you're really part of the problem just for watching it. And you and I don't agree with that because we agree that, you know, there's fun in life and you can enjoy things in life like sports. It doesn't mean you're evil and demonic or you're a sheep know, or a sheep or all yes. of that. Uh, but again, we've got extremes <laughs> on all sides of this thing. And and if you didn't watch it, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. If you did, fine. Hey man. But if I if look you at you spent
1: that time watching uh, you know, videos on Rumble, good for you.
0: <laughs> if I look at that lady, Spice Girl, whatever, and I see this sign, I'm like, I don't know if she's doing it for attention, if she knew or if she actually is. And you can't say well, there are really no devil worshippers in Hollywood. I mean, we know that there are, dude. I,
1: how many people were in that stadium? I don't I, know. How many thousands, thousands, tens of thousands, something
0: like that. She, she just happened to be the one on TV yeah. in that You know how many people signs.
1: probably are in that in that crowd that you know, like you know, like to skin cats or, <laughs> or you know, I mean, pick their nose and eat it. You know, I mean, it's like <laughs> that doesn't mean the Super Bowl is satanic. And that's what people are, there's a lot of people that are going for that. Oh, it's a satanic thing. It's a giant, it's a giant conduit for the devil. And, you know, it's just like,
0: shut up. The Roman bread and are real. And in many ways, Uh, some of these things are real in terms of a distraction. I agree with that. But at the same time, (laughs) man, oh, man, oh, man, woman, oh, woman, oh, woman, creation, God created all of this. And gave us agency to choose how we would live our lives and to have some moments of, uh, you know, uh, res- respite, respite, yes. uh, you know, to kind of look, we can we can go to an extreme uh, definition of anything. the same point, you've got to make peace with the life you lead and enjoy life, too, in the midst of things that are disastrous and horrible. I have brought up some very controversial points about things that are going on on planet Earth and have been going on as long as we've been recording history like genocidal actions, war and things like that. And we we talk about the selective outrage that jumps up or targets only one that's engaging in it and ignores, you know, when your friends do it. And, and there's so much of that that goes on. And if we look at life as a one shot in and out. I'm just saying it, it never made sense to me. Never made sense to me. And this is where I oh, go. now, into,
1: now, now we're going into the reincarnation. Well, we uh, go
0: into the continuity of life. Of like, yeah. how how much time would you need to learn something? And if you didn't get it, you're done. You're toast. Sorry. Other than, and I throw this out there because I think a lot of the the problems of repetitive behavior that is, they killed me. I'm going to kill them. I killed them. They're going to kill me. I, th- I see this repetitive cycle that people are stuck in this loop because they don't remember those previous experiences. And I think that's part of the design so that we would come to God through our own experience and choose God. You know, we talk about the controversy of uh, the Jews are the chosen people. Why? One of the best answers I got was from a, a Methodist uh, minister who said, and we told my dad in this because he was doing all kinds of fun stuff uh, in, in that regard, you know, biblical studies and stuff. He says, because they choose to be. Now the question is, are they still choosing to be in terms of choosing God, choosing the light, choosing love, choosing divinity or not? I mean, that's, you know, everybody has to answer that question on an individual basis. I don't like to collectivize just as I don't like to say all Christians are good or all Christians are bad or in between because you meet, hypocrites in any religion that proclaim something and live completely different. Heck, I'm going to see what Jim Baker and his new wife, Lori, again, after the show, I'm going to be on the Jim Baker ministries TV show uh, talking vascular health, cardio miracle. Did he, did he do some things that were definitely not part of the Christian dogma and belief system? Yeah. And he even went to prison. Did he pay for his crimes? Did he come out and now is a more loving ground? I believe so. It taught him, Powerful lessons to, you know, to rein in whatever war baser desires, for instance. Uh, so I bring that out to say in one lifetime he's gone through that. But what if you didn't get it? Are you are you hosed? Are you condemned forever? Or do you go again? I don't mean to upset anybody in their beliefs. <laughs> no, this what
1: doing. is provocative. It's I mean, and it's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I just yeah, like I, to bring I, this up to say, hey, what can we do differently to break the cycle of repetitive insanity? It's to step back and go, all right, I think this way, and I've thought this way. They've thought this way forever. And i step back and go, hey, was there ever another thought that might explain? I'm, I'm just saying. And and I don't mean that to, uh, again, upset anybody, but to say what is upsetting is to see human beings engaged in warfare and terrorism and on and on it goes, whether it be no. in the name of religion or not. Well. No.
1: I mean, look at the Middle East, right? There's there's your perfect example.
0: Well, exactly, the repetitive, it's like, do we ever, does humanity ever learn? And if so, how? And so I, I just kinda gonna bring that up and go, well, obviously to me, this place was designed to be a teaching ground, a proving ground to learn, because we have freedom to really screw up and do horrible things. And yet, I believe there is grace, I believe there is forgiveness too, but very often we must forgive ourselves first before we can, you know, uh, uh, remove the strings that attach us to these debts that we have, the karmic debts that we have, because we incur them by doing things, you know, that are clearly violations of other people's right to life, liberty, and property. And the golden rule or the the the, the law of, of libertarianism, you know, that, or the first do no harm concept, it's something that we hear about, but very few people tend to live it. And, you know, that's, you know, part of the problem. Then you, then you start a cascade of events where you do something to somebody and they want to do it back to you and you. And it's like, like we're a bunch of kids. We never grow up and go, hey, when's the person that says, you know what? I'm going to stop this mad cycle of madness. I'm going to break that cycle. And it doesn't mean we can't defend ourselves, but... Uh, to, to be the perpetrators of this ongoing, you know, violence, death, destruction, things like that. How did we get here today? What a Monday. Boy, oh, boy, what a wild Monday this is, Super D. Now, this you know, moon. it's
1: interesting. I was just, because, you know, uh, the whole idea of reincarnation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not trying to scare people away from listening to the show. I just think it's an interesting <laughs> topic. Sure. Uh, it originated, I was just looking it up here, originated in India. Mm-hmm. Such as Hinduism, Buddhism, and then something called
0: Jainism. 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 Jainism? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's an Indian religion as well. And by the way, there's a lot of controversy about what the lost years of Jesus. Some argued he went to India. Oh boy! Before I know. (laughs) Look, you know, yeah, you you, know, you guys and gals out there, because I. I'm not here to upset you. I'm just here to say, look, the world is a very diverse place to be, and I've I've traveled around a lot of places on planet Earth, and there are people that have wildly divergent views on life itself. We talk also about the the uh, Russian experience, right? I've had interviews with my buddy RC about uh, you know the history of Russia, and then you got Putin coming out with um, Tucker Carlson talking about history, in the eighth century. Now, of course, Putin is going to whitewash the history. He's going to give the Russian side of what he wants you to believe. Now, doesn't mean doesn't mean there's not validity to the history he read. But how about the wholesale slaughter that Russians in, have visited upon Ukrainians? You know, before this Ukrainian thing, it's not like they're pure as the driven snow either. So, when Putin comes out and brings up that history, you can't dismiss it and say, "Oh, that's just Putin. He's lying about everything." That's not. That's disingenuous. That's intellectually disingenuous. It's lazy too. So they go, oh, it's Putin just lying. It's like, no, there's a lot of legitimacy to the history of Russia as to why they believe what they believe, why they do what they did, why they did what they did. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, and here we have to be grown up, put on our big boy and big girl pants and go, you know what? People have radically different views about life and death and, and culture and things on the planet. Been always been that way, may always be that way. And I am better for encountering these wildly divergent views you think so? About them, studying yeah. them. To some people, might
1: argue and say that has just all that's done is just diluted uh, your and, and and taken you away from from you know the the, the truth that's confused you. Mm-hmm. You know this is sure. this is uh, you know temptation. You know to to stray from. I,
0: I would ask people to judge me and judge anybody about the life they live and the life they lead. You know, someone, and I've talked about this is a child being beaten over the head as, with a Jesus stick by, you know, those in the South as the, you know, the Jewish kid in school or whatever at the time. I didn't know what, what was what. And I'm like, well, that's not very Christian or Christ-like from what I read about stuff. And then you find later in life, you grow up and you meet people, devout Christians, follow Christ, and they live that life. They are so loving They're so forgiving, they're so deserving, in my opinion, of just the the greatest of life. And and so that's why I'm saying it's not a wholesale blanket dismissal or, uh, or, um, you know, how would I say it? It's just like, individually, I'm drawn to people who love God with all their heart and who live according to that. It doesn't mean they're perfect or I'm perfect, but really, honestly, they wake up and they're not intending to do harm. They're looking for guidance. And, and whether they define it and call it this or this or this is not for me to judge that it's for me to observe a person and how they live. And that will draw me in to say, you know what? I, I like that person. I would, I could hang out. That person could be my friend or even like family because they maybe believe radically different things than I believe, but look at how they're living, kind, loving servant type lives. And, and, and so because of the things I experienced as a young kid, and really, I don't like, you know, being so judgmental of people other than observing and using your discretionary judgment. That's important for, for life. But to find people where they're at, meet them where they're at, try to uplift them and support them and love them for what they believe, as opposed to beating them over the head to get them to believe. And if you want them to believe what you believe, then live a life according to your belief and draw them in because you, believe, you live so amazing, you're like, wow! what are you doing? I want to learn about that. Live by example. That's all I'm saying. So I think the exposure to these things, if it's confusing to you, maybe you're not, so, let's say, so solidly connected to your belief system. Whereas if you are, you're like, none of this stuff threatens you. Like, if it does, that means, hey, you got questions. That's okay. God gave you a, a mind, a brain to use. Now, I don't mean to worship the brain or the mind. I think it's a tool. But what is curiosity? To ask, you know, Curiosity can leave you down to killing the cat, or you, you are the cat, or it can also lead you to discoveries <laughs> of a spiritual nature. Yes. So I, I bring it up in that way, and I think I respect this audience more, even though I've been very sensitive because of my experience in my life, that I don't want to, and it's not my intent to upset anybody when I talk about these things. But everybody in your church has a belief, and it largely aligns with yours. But if you ask questions enough, you will find where it will diverge from yours. What do you do? Do you kick them out of your church? Do you say they're going to hell? Or do you go, how are they living their life? Are they living a loving life? They have a different interpretation. Is that okay? Did God all create us as individuals? Just asking the question. Of course, you can't ask the question in certain certain circles. So anyway, yes, and Mom... Comments and she's right, grew up with a mom who loves individual freedom. And that drove me to and it drives me to this day where I, you know, I'll I just so appreciate people's experiences that I want to learn from them. Doesn't mean, you know, again, as I teach or as I communicate, doesn't mean I'm trying to beat anybody over the head with anything other than you eat organic or else you're not my friend. I don't know how I'm like that. Super Don finally figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I try to maintain yes. consistency is my point. And Super Don, you can call me out on hypocrisy any day. And we've had some some mildly fun discussions on that. Uh, and my wife as well, you know, if I step out. By the way, she said uh, John Bradshaw Layfield was on uh, November 10th, 2009. We've been on the air so wow. long ago that we're talking about guest appearances. I don't well remember a that. Yeah. I, I was there. I don't like, remember. Like 14 years ago. Damn. Yeah. So how about that? okay anyway so am i getting a lot of hate from my uh, dialogues and monologues no, no you no, know i'm surprised I, no. we're
1: sitting here talking about all these provocative religious things like that and haven't got I mean them,
0: spiritual things but yeah haven't, haven't got it well you know what i'm saying yeah what are the dogs doing what dogs do fighting like dogs and dogs yeah
1: no not a peep Not a peep about these topics, but
0: whatever. We just finished our first hour, and we're still an hour away from normally when we'd be starting the show.
1: Yeah. So what do we want to do? We got to hit people over the head with the homeopathy stick. Well, we haven't done that
0: yet. Well, let's do that. As we open up hour two, we've got a homeopathic hit of the day to start hour two. Then we have detox dialogues we'll see if we hit some of the, the articles in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. I got to obviously, and I want to say thanks to those that support our message of health, freedom and healing Liberty. Uh, we've got the Trinity health freedom expo virtual coming up next weekend. Uh, and that's going to be online and via the Hoover app. We talked to Julie Whitman Klein on Friday about that. So hope you do that. And there'll be other upcoming events. So we'll, we'll share some announcements. If you've got questions or comments in the show notes, if you're watching on rumble, super check, if there's anything going on there, I know we're earlier than usual. Cause I got to head out after the show that, well, the early show in order to make it in time to get to uh, uh, the Jim Baker Ministries taping tomorrow morning. So that's it for the first hour. Hope you enjoyed it. Super Don, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Love you, my brother. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with more if people don't turn off the channel. Even if they do, we'll be back. We'll talk to ourselves. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Power to heal is yours. All right. Hour two commences. Yes, we're still early. Thank you for joining us. If you're joining us live or if you're later, uh, yeah, don't touch that dial. That's right. We we happen to do an early show today because I got to head out uh, to Jim Baker Ministries. And you know what? What uh, I'm going to be taping their show uh, again tomorrow uh, south of, uh, where was it? Branson, Missouri. That's right. Uh, you know, we've been talking a lot with Super Don and me and, and all y'all that are listening live or or later uh, about my experience. And, you know, why, why do I believe what I believe? And I don't mean the dogma of, I believe it's just the free, the fundamental freedom, why I appreciate so many different viewpoints. And, uh, you know, as long as they're not destructive, obviously, I'm not uh, appreciative of people that want to harm you or me, you know, and do things like that. I mean, duh, <laughs> but, you know, as I traveled around the world as a young person in my teen years, I, I would travel uh to Europe in the summer. I, I was, um, uh, going to school like normal kid, I guess, and working, saving up a little money just to buy the plane ticket to get over. We used to have student fares back in the day, but it wasn't necessarily cheaper to fly at that time. It was very expensive, but I'd get a URL pass, and I end up staying with with people that I'd meet. You know, whether, if it wasn't the um, the hostels occasionally, but then I started making re- connections with people. I, I went there on what I call church equivalent church ch- different trips like that, and you meet people that have a you know a strong desire for spiritual experience. They have a love of God of creation, and you find you have commonality there. Now, there might be distinct, wildly distinct views of what that means, but that it's there, that it's present. And so many people from around the world with wholesale different experiences and beliefs on the on the same planet we're living on. I, I grew to appreciate that. Now, many of them I befriended in my uh, teen years or my young, 20, young adult years, 20 something years. And I could travel and I can even travel today to go to wild places around the world and say, Hey, here I am. And they'd open their door and say, come on in and, and I'd have a place to stay. Isn't that amazing? If you would, I don't know if you have friends like that, that you've met and that you go, they live from wherever. And if they just showed up at your door, you're like, come on in, stay. It's fine. We got you covered. That's an, that's a really cool thing. It's an amazing thing. And you know, I just found that many of these kids, in fact, as I've been talking about this event coming up in Geneva, Uh, Switzerland. And I don't know, do we have that link uh, from the inspired uh, group? Let me see if I can find it uh, anywhere in here. And I can see if Superdon could pull it up because I think they're going to have some updates on some really cool things that are manifesting. Susie's been telling me. I'm just looking. Maybe I'll have to to find it. But uh, anyway, I I, I just reached out to a friend of mine who uh, I, I knew from back in the day traveling through Europe. You know, she was a teenager I think I was in my uh, about that time so we were kids basically and uh she's I contact her I was like I couldn't reach her because I'm I'm coming to that area I I, I'm like I messaged her father I'm like hey what's up (laughs) and he says oh she's been so busy she doesn't check anything because she was elected to something and then I she so her dad reached out to her and said hey so she contacted me I'm like She's somehow she's she's self-deprecating. She says, somehow I got elected basically to the parliament in Switzerland. And she's serving. It'd be probably equivalent like being a U.S. senator. Like there's only 100 of them for a, a nation of 320 million or whatever we are now. But I mean, it's significant. I'm like, oh, my gosh, these people I knew as kids, basically growing up into positions of influence and power, not because they're power hungry or power mad, but, but they're good people. And it's like, wow, isn't that refreshing to see that there could be some breaking of the cycle of those, you know, that have been in power, passed it on down, like kings and queens of old. We look at the Prince Charles of the world, the bloodlines, versus somebody that could break free and see beyond that and not be beholden to those same interests. I'm like... That to me is fascinating, just as it's fascinating to recognize that there are people out there that believed one thing or 10 things or 100 things in their lives and now believe completely different because the experiences in life brought them and taught them. And they had the intellectual integrity and the heart that opened to see through it and to do the right thing. Again, I bring up from a medical and even health freedom perspective, I like to bring up Peter McCullough there who has epiphany after epiphany, even in the midst of the early epiphanies that are in COVID, it kept going and going to the the point where, wow. And so for any of you that think, this is the proverbial uh, adage, a tiger can't change his stripes. Well, that's true in the animal kingdom. You know, you're pretty much programmed by instinct, but that's not to say there haven't been plenty of experiences that people have like raised tiger cubs or whatever. And you see this even online where, They have this huge animal that could eat them in one bite, and yet they're just loving. Or that cats and dogs can't get together and hang out and love each other and not eat each other, for instance. That happens too. So as much as we'd like to say it's always this or it's always that, there's always room for, I believe, Divine Spirit, the Holy Spirit to impact on all life, animal, human, whatever you want to call it, and make miracles occur at any given moment. But they aren't just written about thousands of years ago. And some of you know, some of us get stuck in that. It's like, well, that stuff used to happen. That doesn't happen anymore. Well, I believe, you know, we're alive, we're breathing. That's a miracle. Despite a lot of things. And, you know, that secondary miracle to life to me is like, well, we've been given agency or choice. And that means we can transform throughout our life cycle or life cycles, depending on your belief system, to make choices that are, again, genuinely uplifting, loving, forgiving. In the midst of a lot of violence and anger, and I don't know, you know, look at people in the, you know, like uh, Travis Kelsey. You know, go back to a contemporary discussion of the Super Bowl, and I don't know if he was on Roid Rage. There was one point on the the the, the show, the Super Bowl show, where he got off the, or he was he bumped into his coach Andy Reid and, angrily. Uh, whatever that was, I'm like, dude, I, I don't think that was cool. If I was Andy Reid, I would like sit your butt down, man. You're you, you don't you don't do that. That was not cool. I don't know why I did it, but again forgiveness in heart, you know, you 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 give people a lot of leeway and latitude in life. At the same time I rooted against him because he's ad- aligned himself with Pfizer. Is it possible that Travis Kelsey could come to Jesus or whatever you say and go, man, was I wrong to do that? To take 20 million or more from Pfizer to promote a shot that is clearly harming and killing? I mean, is there, he's gonna have to forgive himself one day in this lifetime or the next or the next or the next, whatever. Uh, so I don't mean to condemn the man because I'm like, I'm not a big, big fan of Travis Kelsey because of the choices he's making. And I think they're rather selfish. And, you know, we could say that about anybody who gets 20 million for whatever. And you go, well, that's just not, that's just not right. I mean, I worked my whole life. I won't make 20 million. Right. And then, so we can, we can then fall into greed and jealousy and avarice, all of these seven deadly sins. I mean, any moment we can fall far below where we'd want to be. The question is. Is there forgiveness? Is there a loving God that forgives us? I believe so. Absolutely. But do we forgive ourselves in that context or do we condemn ourselves for the choices we make? And then, you know, we live in states, various states of guilt, not just if you're Jewish or Catholic, but that can be an anchor that holds you back rather than being something that go, gee, I really feel bad about that, but you don't want it to define your life forever or else, you know, you're just going to you know beat yourself up and it's like God's trying to love you and forgive you and you won't forgive yourself. And, and, you know, the whole idea of, of, you know, the abuse and the violence that happens, forgiveness is not for the person that trespassed. It's for you to no longer hold on and be anchored down and tied to that event or those events that keep you from, I believe, the most divine experiences that we can have here while we're still here even. Uh, so anyway, this is me just doing a an early Monday show, Super Don, <laughs> and forgetting all the other stuff we're supposed to be doing, <laughs> which we'll get to. I promise we'll get to. Like today's homeopathic hit. Why not? Playing
1: all of the homeopathic hits every day right here on the Robert Scott Bell show.
0: You probably wondered if there's a homeopathic hit that can shut me up. <laughs> but today this might be the one. Arsenicum Miodatum. The homeopathic kit, that's arsenic and iodine combined. Isn't that interesting? And it's often used for chronic respiratory infections, various skin conditions, a lot of sinus issues too. And so when we do these homeopathic kits, remember they're just an overview, they're an introduction, kind of a, a surface dive, if you will. Uh, because I'm encouraging you to go further in your studies, if you'd like, to learn more about remedies that speak to you, that, that just kind of light up. And it's like arsenic iodatum. What an interesting sounding remedy. So let's scroll down and look at the origin of this remedy in homeopathy. Uh, it is indeed a compound of arsenic and iodine. Interestingly enough, we know iodine is really good for you, for the most part. Need it. Arsenic, though? Really? So convert it into a form, homeopathic form. That will impact positively respiratory issues, skin issues, and more, um, coughs, bronchitis, et cetera. Um, you know, we're going to convert it into a homeopathic remedy. That means it's non toxic, it's dilute. Yes, there arsenic. That's right. And we've covered arsenicum album, which is arsenic as a homeopathic remedy. But as as we do in homeopathy, we take those mother substances that can be very toxic and dangerous, and through a process of serial dilution and succussion, diluting in steps, shaking through those steps, you come up with a non-toxic form of that original substance, maybe at 10x at one part per 10 billion. It's not going to harm you. Or beyond that, you can dilute beyond the number of Avogadro even. So you have a safe Remedy at that point, that's homeopathy. It's not physically measurably toxic anymore. Key characteristics of our arsenicum iodatum, effective for treating chronic respiratory conditions, including coughs, bronchitis, even pneumonia, especially when there's significant weakness, fever, and night sweats, also indicated for skin conditions characterized by dryness, scaling, and itching, and even, you'll see in some materia medica, vertigo in the elderly. Like, I don't know why, but it's indicated enough of those people in the proving showed that impactful connection with vertigo. So if you're an elder and you have vertigo, you might consider arsenicum Iodatum. Again, when we do these things, there's always another thing I could add in, but I'm just trying to get through like a five-minute segment for you to get started. Mentally, there may be anxiety, restlessness associated with these symptoms, particularly concern for your health. So we go back into the chronicities of the primary uses, right? Respiratory conditions, chronic respiratory infections, particularly managing those ongoing things. They're not just sudden onset like some can be, but this is not that. Cough, wheezing, difficulty breathing, issues with your sinuses. Skin conditions, eczema, psoriasis, other skin eruptions that are more dry and scaly. And then general weakness and in fatigue indicated for conditions, uh, you know, you're just like, oh, man, that's chronic, right? That's chronic. Night sweats included, arsenic amiodatum. Where do you get homeopathic remedies? Natural health product stores, natural pharmacies. or you online? You do a search for the homeopathic remedy in this case, arsenicum iodatum, and you'll go, oh, well, that's available online too. So dosages and potencies. When you're dealing with uh, self-limiting, self-diagnosable issues, you could take it. 6X, 12X, 10X, 15X, 30C, 30X, and on your own, repeat as needed based on your symptoms. If you're going into the very deep-seated, high-potency uh, formulas, 30C, which a lot of people don't consider that high-potency, but okay, 200, or 1M, LMs, 50LMs, things like that, I just really encourage you to consult a homeopath for that level of depth because you know, I want you to succeed. I don't want you to fail at this. So if you're going that way, please consult and get help. Uh, Complementary remedies that can often be uh, indicated. Sulfur, the original uh, centrifuge in homeopathy that Hahnemann began to utilize uh, almost for everybody, especially when he went to Paris and and, uh, started dealing with the aristocracy uh, later in his years. But sulfur doesn't work. As much as it did before because it's been become so complex the con, the conditions of toxicity. But skin conditions, sulfur is always indicated you'll see it every time, but it might not be workable for you. So consider other things to to, to use for skin as well. We've, we've covered them. Phosphorus, great remedy for respiratory conditions, also fever and infections helping arsenicum iodatum and Cali bicromicum or Cali B or Cali Bi. additional support. Cause there's a lot of sinus focus here that I didn't, you don't have time to go into when you look in the materia medica under arsenicum iodatum. So remember, in its homeopathic form, it's safe. It's not toxic. Uh, please, if you're dealing with non-self limiting, non-self diagnosable issues, consult a homeopath or a health professional of your choice. So as we wrap up this homeopathic hit on arsenicum iodatum, A valuable homeopathic remedy particularly effective for treating chronic respiratory infections sinus and various skin conditions with a focus on symptoms including dryness scaling and general weakness and i mentioned sinus issues too and if you would keep tuning into the robert scat bell show for more homeopathic hits and other segments to help you on your way to empower you with information and education to make fully informed decisions about the care of your health the care of those you love your kids etc without government medical or media interference when you choose because it's your choice, is it not? Do you believe in bodily autonomy? Do you believe in agency? Remember, if you have or want a doctor, this is not to replace them. This is education. And I hope that you enjoyed our little deep and dive that was really shallow into arsenicum iodatum. All right, Super Don, you still with me? Just checking. I am. Hmm. So uh, it looks like we got somebody new that's commenting on Twitter. Uh, asking about questions um that's why i noticed and i wanted to get into some things (laughs) that i can assume that if people have been here for a long time they wouldn't have these questions no we get we get the new
1: new people once in a while and actually uh and it's dara dara polia
0: dara polia uh
1: who is watching us over
0: on x yeah
1: we don't get we don't get uh comments on x very often
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so appreciate you and thomas
0: is Loving this, these homeopathic remedies. Thank you, Thomas. Glad yes. we can hit them for you. Yeah. So thank you for watching us on X for those that are doing that now. And yeah, I appreciate that very much. This show is about health, freedom, and healing liberty fundamentally. Uh, beyond that, it, it can, as you've noticed in the first hour and then some, can foray into a whole lot of issues. You know, I talk about healing from a physical level, mental, emotional, uh, political, economic, and even spiritual. And so there's almost no nothing off limits. Can we say that? I mean I still like to keep this a family friendly show despite that but um, you know we'll talk about stuff so yes yeah oh look at that Dara Polia I like your topics well thank you that's very kind all right cool so uh, but you stick around long enough you might not like all of them <laughs> just <laughs> just, just, the, just the nature of uh, what we can do together and I hope you I hope you enjoy it cuz it's my intent not to um, make it not enjoyable let me just say that
1: you don't um, want to cause anybody any
0: pain, right? No, good Lord, no. Uh, and realize I was, that words can do that. I mean, people <sighs> get hurt by words, even though. I'll tell you, d- d- like if you sports. watched the
1: Super Bowl yesterday, there was an ad uh, mm-hmm. that the Super PAC that is supporting RFK Jr. ran. Yeah. And this ad was it was kind of fun
0: to watch. I should find I it. thought it was a throwback. I mean, it was like going back to Camelot, the 1960s, uh, uh, Robert F. Ken- no, it was Bobby Kennedy. Uh, let me think. No, no, Bobby, that's his dad, Robert F. Kennedy Sr. I'm talking John F. Kennedy. I think they borrowed from the commercial advertisements to promote um, John F. Kennedy for president. And I, I was like taken aback. I was like, wow. And the Super Bowl? somebody put up that kind of money, the super PAC to support. Bobby $7 million play.
1: is the, is the the number that I, I heard, I saw, I read. Yeah. is how much that ad
0: cost. So what was your, what, did, when you saw that ad, I was like, watch it with my wife. I was like, whoa, this is pretty wild. And it was like, harkening back to a simpler time. Um, you know, the innocence of youth and all of that. And I'm like, this is a nice feeling. It was really, what was your feeling?
1: Um, I, I, th- I thought it was cool. At yeah. first I was kind of like, uh what is this (laughs) and then uh, you know after watching i was like oh wait a minute that's rfk jr yeah so i thought i thought it was i thought it was clever yeah um i don't know you know in watching it and and thinking about what it is that that people what what is it that moves people as far as political ads go
0: yeah um well, if you focus group that ad, Super Don, you would say they were not targeting the youth of America. They were targeting the old people. The old they folks, were targeting the baby right? boomers more than yes. anybody. Maybe a little bit of Gen X. But what do we know from the polling on Bobby Kennedy? He's doing really well among young people. He's polling really well. Now, it's the boomers. Maybe the Xers too, I don't know. But the boomers for sure are like, they're not sold on him. And so I think an ad like that, and, and by the way, Bobby Kennedy had nothing to do with the ad because it's a super PAC. He's not allowed to have anything to do with it. But they, I think they said, you know what? We're not doing well in that age bracket. Let's do this. Let's hit the Super Bowl and let's do an ad that harkens back to that and maybe bring him back to that memory to go, maybe I should consider Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That's what I think was going on in that ad.
1: I think I've got the ad here. So I'll show you guys. This is what it was that played. It's a 30-second ad. Okay. Uh, and this was, I don't know when this was. This was maybe like halfway through the game or so. Yeah, Would you say? Bit, Probably
0: right on there. A little bit earlier, but yeah.
1: Pretty this cool. is it here. Kennedy, Kennedy,
0: Kennedy 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 Kennedy, 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 Do you want a man for president who's seasoned through and through? A man who's old enough
1: to know Are young enough to do. Well,
0: it's up to you. It's up to you. It's strictly up to you. American Value 2024 is responsible for the contents of this advertisement. Oh yeah, that only confirms what I was saying. This is targeting the boomers.
1: So yeah. it, this this was an ad that uh, JFK uh, had in his campaign, mm-hmm. um, and so I was like, okay,
0: <laughs> and <We're> back. back. <laughs> That was weird. Weird. Uh, you know if you want to get conspiratorial about that, mm. that would be the CIA going, uh, uh-uh, uh. You ain't talking about Kennedy, not, wow. on that, not on that. You played that ad from the Super Bowl. They paid nine. It was million,
1: immediately. Whatever? I so so for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time on this part of the show, because <coughs> I think this starts a new uh, a new broadcast on Facebook. But I just got to, I just played the RFK Jr campaign ad, uh, or super pack ad that played in the Super Bowl yesterday. And immediately after I played the ad, and started to talk about it.
0: We got z- zapped and taken off the air. Every stream
1: got yeah. cut off and I tried to start it and tried to start it and tried to start it. It wouldn't do it. Had to refresh the browser. So yeah. I think it looks like we're back on the air again.
0: That was a, a conspiratorial um, thing to have happen. Ironically, that was very I interesting.
1: That. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to pick up where I left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take
0: I, some more organic CBD just to calm me all down. All right,
1: you do that. So I, I woke up this morning, and I uh, the first thing I do in the morning was I'm sitting there trying to get my eyeballs to work, as I'll sit there and squint at the phone because I, I don't wear my contacts at night. Uh, and I was flipping through all my notifications, and one of them was from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it was a tweet and it said, I want to apologize uh, if I caused any of my family members pain by uh, this ad or if they were had experienced any pain because of this ad. And he went on to explain that the super PAC that's supporting him ran the ad, that he had no, no approval of it, that mm-hmm. it's something that he can't even, like, know that they're doing because there's laws about right. any type yeah. of interaction between him and his super PAC, yeah. right? So I'm looking at that. And I'm like, pain. I mean, really, pain. Are there any members of his family? I haven't looked. Yeah, uh, to see if there was any reaction from the, from the Kennedy family, especially the family, but, obviously that don't aren't in support of him.
0: What would be the painful memory about Kennedy running for president in 1960? Pain?
1: Really? I mean, is this something like that? Would that cause somebody pain? I just, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to go old school Gen X on, 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 on RFK Jr. And just go, dude, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're wearing uh, panties right now. I mean, it's like, you know, pain, really? I mean, would that? Why would that cause anybody pain? I, I, I think that would be. It's his uncle, right? It's not like he's he's disrespecting somebody else's family, and it's not even disrespectful anyway, in my opinion. No. But and just
0: placed his images in there in yeah. place of his uncle. I think that point. But I why, why would that was, cause somebody was,
1: pain? Yeah, I, I that, that I just don't get. I well, think we it's got
0: the the hypersensitivity of liberals in his family, perhaps. Pain. You know, remember we'll talk about the vaccine issue, and they're just like all over him for that, and. You know, they're going to end up looking bad because of it, because the more you look into it, if you have intellectual integrity, you find out Bobby Kennedy is right. Yeah, he came to it later than some of us, but that I don't I don't I don't like keep score like that. I'm like, you know, when I learned something, I learned it. I didn't know it the day before. Now I know it. Like, what am I (laughs) going to do? Uh, This is the harsh uh, reality, though, of those who have vaccine injured children. Uh, Very often they can feel guilt because of I believe the doctor. I trusted the doctor. Yeah, there's pain associated there because you have a child every day remember, reminding you of that injury that was uh, incurred because you believed in the authoritarians of the medical field. Yeah. But
1: I just thought it was just kind of a wussy, okay. um, you know. I understand. I guess he's, you know, he's trying to put out a fire before it begins. Sure. You know, because there are people, members of his family that um, have been very outspoken about him running for president mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of douchey the way yeah. that they've, they've, they've reacted to the whole thing. But listen, you know, if, if he's running for president and he decides, you know what? And the thing is I, I should rephrase that because he didn't decide if his super yeah. PAC or the super PAC that is uh, uh, supporting him decides, you know what um, his uncle was, uh, had a campaign ad like this. We're going to put his nephew in mm-hmm. on the campaign ad. If that causes you pain, I think you need to reevaluate uh what pain is mm-hmm. and the types of pain that people can experience and the reasons behind that pain. Because there's a whole lot of pain going on in this world. Yeah, that that would dwarf your little sissy. I experience pain yeah. because my uncle or my my brother or my Web cousin uh, ran a campaign ad that uh, that that had the the music from, you know, from JFK's uh, shut up, back to that time. Well, shut by the way, I,
0: I wouldn't call Bobby Kennedy a wuss. So he can do way more, more push ups than you.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Let me just say, dude, you don't have to. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to apologize.
0: That's your. You that's didn't your have. Message. You
1: didn't have right. to do that yeah. because all you're doing now, you, you know, there's a strategy to this sort of, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If you apologize for something in advance. What you've now done is drawn attention to something that a lot of people may not have even looked at or cared about.
0: Well, then, but again, now
1: you've made it an issue.
0: Then again, that could be good for more eyeballs on the campaign. That could be strategy yeah, maybe. too. Yeah, maybe. Just saying, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, okay. well, point.
0: let's go through some of the upcoming events here. Uh, while we're hopefully not kicked off the air again for <laughs> mentioning the the campaign ad again this weekend, seventeenth and eighteenth coming up, February is the Trinity Health Freedom Expo virtual with all kinds of bonus stuff happening. Three months of access, thirty five bucks, dude. It's the best deal, and you'll see Brian Artis, you'll see Jeffrey Smith, you'll see Paul Bertiero, Echo Water. Good Lord, that's what I put my cardio miracle in, by the way, every morning. And uh, Jonathan Emord and Diane Miller and Morley Robbins and, and uh, gosh, Joni Abbott. Oh, God, what a great lineup. And Paul- Brian Hooker. So you guys want to do that, please, Saturday, Sunday, coming up, 17th and 18th. Join me there. It's virtual, so you can do it on your Hoover app or on your computer. Then we have, do you have the image for the, uh, the Warner's event in Atlanta? I, I have it on the upcoming events, and I think I sent you a version that you have a picture of, too. This is
1: it here, isn't it?
0: Uh, I don't know. Put it. Oh, up. wait
1: a minute. You know what? I what? Uh, never mind.
0: What? <sighs> what?
1: I uh, I was not showing you the. I was, while you were wait. What the heck's going on here? All right, hold on. Oh, I see what happened. When I had to refresh the browser, it took the oh. uh, it took the window. Got gotcha. you. So I thought I was showing up on the screen. And there wasn't. it is. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Peter McCullough, Judy Mikovits, and other of our friends, going to be there in Atlanta, eighth through or seventh through tenth in March, and then uh, right after that, the next weekend is the third annual Next Steps Conference, Tia Severino, and uh, this is at the Next-Steps.info, March fourteenth through seventeenth, Lake Lanier Islands. This is going to be great because the setting is is removed from. You're not like in Atlanta. You're in the islands of Lake Lanier. And so you're out there and you really get opportunities to do some outdoor activity. Just there's a lot of time to get to know people. And that doesn't happen at every event. So this is a real special event. I would like you to consider going to 14th through 17th of March, next-steps.info. Then we have one out west in Utah, the uh, 19th and 20th of April. And that will be the Be Healthy Utah event, Sandy. And I've, I, I've encouraged my friend, Liana Werner-Gray, who you know from the Earth Diet and more. Uh, she's likely going to be a speaker there as well for the first time, which will be fun. And uh, so I'd uh, love to see you at that one. Then we have the RSB Show Family Reunion at Leslie Goody's Farmed Homestead. From Joplin, Missouri, that's the 14th through 16th at the same time as the Red Pill Expo in South Dakota. Um, But whichever way you want to go, I appreciate you you going to either or both if you can. And uh, Sherry Neal, Scott Scherner, we're getting some awesome people are going to be there. You're going to learn how to do things as a homesteader, which we all need that practical knowledge. And I'm looking forward to see Leslie and her her girls, maybe the whole family, at the taping of the Jim Baker Ministry show tomorrow morning. Uh, That's going to be fun to get a little reunion there as well. And I heard that uh, Sherry yeah. Neal told me that uh, Angie's sister, remember, not a nurse, not a doc, Chris and Angie, Angie's sister, may be coming down to the taping. We would love to meet her. Oh, cool! As well, that would be nice. We have the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, and that'll be September 28th and 29th. It's moved from Chicago to Indianapolis. So plan ahead. What and- the hell is that? What, what was that? <laughs> that was very weird, the way that came in, like Krusty the Clown. That was Krusty said, what Eddie the Clown. hell is that?
1: That was at the end of that uh, that Kennedy ad. I'd, I'd avoided uh, playing that, and then I clicked on the wrong that's thing. That's
0: because there. that sounds like somebody from Chicago who's upset that they moved it from Chicago to Indianapolis. And that's <laughs> Yeah, what except I'm that, that person
1: smokes, I think, two packs of
0: Paul Malls a day. Okay, they probably wouldn't be coming to the expo anyway. So there anyway, go. those are a few events. We'll be adding more to the mix and uh, shout out to uh, Mike and, and his uh, um, amazing facility in Colombia, Medellin. They're doing a healing retreat right now. I wish I could be there, it was the most amazing thing. If you guys check that out, um, that's an, um, wow. We had the the big uh, influencers retreat there and that opened it up and I'm telling you, if you can find a way to be there at one of their events, it's life changing for in a great way. Um, my, my kids loved it, absolutely amazing. All right. So other things to say thanks about, um, you know, I mentioned, uh, uh, well, my mom dancing at 90. She does the Cardio Miracle, too. But the the, the thing that got her back on the dance floor uh, at the end of 2022, heading into the new year, 2023, and, and then now at 90, uh, the folium products. And today, Monday, I think is the deadline to get 15 percent off. Because last week we had played the interview I did from the um, Autism Health Summit with Bobri Oren, Foliumpx.com. And he, and he said, look, if you order by Monday, which is today, the 12th, uh, go to foliumpx.com, mention the Robert Scott Bell Show, and he'll give you 15% off. If they don't do it, then you have these numbers up on the screen right now. Or you can email info at folium f o l i u m p x dot com. Folium original, the Folium Immuno, Folium uh, uh, Relax as well. And this is how my mom's dancing again at ninety. At ninety, good lord! Some people want to be breathing at ninety. She's dancing. So, mom, I know you're watching today. So get on your your little uh, recumbent bike, or not recumbent. Recumbent is when you sit down low. That's what Super wants. But it's just a, a a sit down on it bike that you can. Keep moving while you're not dancing and make sure you take your Cardio Miracle and your folium PX every day. So thanks for that. Let's see what else we got to do today. I'm just like all over the map today, super D and I don't even care. I think it's a great thing. I'm having fun with this. I'm having fun interacting with you, my brother.
1: Yeah, this is kind of a free for all today.
0: We kind of felt that that's what would happen before we open the mics, but I, let me know what you think or if you're running for the hills, we certainly got a new fan on X, which is great. Appreciate that. That's not bad. Let's see. I've got some stories here on glyphosate exposure during pregnancy. Kids result in poor brain function. All right. We're in the middle of winter. I want you to make a late New Year's resolution if you haven't considered this already. Super Don's already there with me. It's not only to eat organic. That'd be great. But Mm -hmm. to grow organic, Mm. it doesn't have to be certified. That is stop spraying Roundup on anything, much less everything enough with the glyphosate we have the contact organics formula that does exactly what i say exactly it, the end result is the same that you can kill weeds if you don't want to pull them you can do it without burning it you can do that chemically but not in a way that harms the environment contact organics it's one of the banners up there and they have a new version of it that doesn't even require mixing So we're going to get Howard, the developer on that, uh, on the show sometime soon. Hopefully I saw him at the AHS conference. Uh, But that was what I'd like to say. You're in the middle of winter, so you're not thinking about spraying. Then, of course, it's dandelion season. The first things to come up to nourish the bees that are coming out from hibernation. And you're going to destroy that with toxic poison. And by the way, the dandelion, taraxicum, it's nature's detoxifying remedy for the liver and the kidneys. It's an amazing herb. And we kill it. We poison it. Why? don't do that enjoy it. dig it up by hand and use the leaves in your salad or juice them and you know make tea, dry them and make tea out of it and I'm just saying I'm planning ahead for the spring already since I was yesterday in the greenhouses with my wife dropping things in planting things and getting it ready uh, for that the, the outdoor to come still depending on where you are could be two or three months away but uh, others I it think might be it's, right now.
1: from what I remember here it's May. Is when you're supposed to plant. It's like mother, It's like around Mother's, Mother's Day or Day. something like that. After yeah.
0: Mother's Day, in certain areas like where you are, where I am, then you could go put your tomatoes outside, right after right. the last frost. They say.
1: So. I've been walking by the because I have to walk past the garden, the, the raised beds to mm. to the garbage can. Yes. you know, and uh, I keep walking by and I keep looking. I'm like, oh, there's weeds. I got. I'm gonna have to pull all those weeds out of there. It's not. It's not terrible, but you know, yeah. they're there. But right now it's like everything because of the snow and all this stuff like that the the soil is really mm-hmm.
0: soft. Yeah.
1: and wet. And so now is really the time to do it so I'll grab a couple of weeds as I <laughs> on my way back from the garbage can. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm looking forward to looking forward to doing that again this year. How
0: cool is that? So yeah. um any other changes for you guys? I mean, going organic <laughs> in 2024 is a big deal. Um we've seen, you know, the benefit just in the 90 minute movie uh uh, secret ingredients, what happened in that film. Um, yeah. You know, maybe experiencing changes. Yeah, I think on Friday you said you well, might be losing some weight. Not like you're trying, but it's just... Yeah,
1: crazy. I'm I'm pretty sure I've lost a few pounds. I know my wife, uh, the last time she checked, she'd, she'd lost 16 pounds. Wow. Um, since,
0: Fantastic.
1: Because, you know, not only are we eating organic, but we're also eating differently. It's not like we've replaced crap with organic crap. It's, you <laughs> right. know, uh, a lot of... Uh, vegetables and you know meat and not a lot of carbs not the sugar you know mm-hmm. that, that was there before right. um
0: so Did as you far indulge as other some fun stuff for super bowl because you like make dumplings or yeah something? i you cheated like a little bit um
1: yeah. i what, what do we have i mean uh, probably what i ate the most of mm-hmm. was i bought a couple of tri-tips from the local butcher and oh, my, my daughter gosh. smoked those wow and brought those and that was awesome was just a tender, you know, and and she had, she created her own rub uh, mm-hmm. for it and stuff. It was really good, but I mean, I ate a lot. There's these organic uh, blue corn tortilla chips, mm-hmm. um, and this organic salsa uh, that was just really great. So I ate a lot of that, and the tri tip, and my wife made a, a big pot of uh, organic or mostly organic uh, chicken and dumplings which is really good. Oh, nice. And so, yeah, so I I had some wine. There was some, some wine that I tried that's not organic. Who brought
0: but, the wine over? And why would you it, drink You know,
1: it? We, we actually had it in the refrigerator from, oh. like, Christmas, I think. Okay. Um, Was well, that
0: to drown your sorrows when the Niners lost? No,
1: no. It was just, it was there, and it was funny because I was looking for room to put stuff. Yeah. And I still have some things that are in the fridge that are just sitting there that I haven't yeah. gotten rid of yet. Mm-hmm. And and there were two bottles of the Stella Rosa wine, and I'm just like, well, okay, I it's not organic, so I need to get rid of it. I, <laughs> I gave one bottle to my daughter because she okay. really wanted it, the Moscato. Okay. Uh, but there was this this Stella Rosa watermelon, and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So I, I had I watermelon had a watermelon wine. Watermelon. I don't it's, think
0: you, I don't think you're a wine snob. I just have that. It's good stuff. Hey, period.
1: I don't know if anybody out there drinks uh, Stella Rosa or not. I, just, I
0: don't know what that is, and I just have a. It's
1: it's it's good stuff. It's I will have stuff. a
0: guess that you know when you go to wine tasting parties, watermelon wine is not on the menu. That's
1: uh you know what? I think you might be mistaken. I, I could think be. I, I, I think there are there this. are some people that would that would beg to differ with you if they if they like to
0: drink well, wine. What do I know? I grew up on what pina coconut and ripple. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> two buck chuck right right exactly no, anyway I, so no, i
1: i had a little bit of that uh yeah. just just a, a cup just because i wanted to see what it tasted like right um so yeah other than that it, it really wasn't uh too involved i had some non-organic stuff there mm-hmm. but that was for the other people that were coming to eat that would not have that didn't care yeah um so yeah so anyway That was that we didn't have anything extravagant. We didn't really want to make the focus about having to cook and entertain. Right. It was more about just watching the game and hanging out. We did one
0: of our, one of my famous organic imported Italian pizzas through Trader Joe's. Right. Uh, and just like, you know, had fun eating that. And then, uh, afterwards I did indulge to talk about Super Bowl Sunday where you kind of eat differently maybe, but it was all organic in this case. Mm -hmm. Um, my wife orders through the azure standard if you you haven't done that yet where they deliver a truck to an area and everybody goes not to yet the truck.
1: i'm planning on doing that very soon
0: they have some good stuff and and there was like i forget the brand name of the organic ice cream but there was like a, a lemon cookie flavor or not flavor it was actually lemon cookies in it it was really good i was like i don't do that every day but i was like Ooh, that was pretty nice and oh oh and this and this oh get this mm. um uh, on saturday took my wife and daughter dropped them off at the uh the ballet they went to see swan lake they that was like they said it was amazing right and i was like okay i can appreciate ballet but i'm like (laughs) how does that song
1: go the one that everybody knows from swan lake
0: i'm not doing it out of that's not like no no that that's no no that's different
1: that's different okay Yeah. But there's like, there's like a stereo, like a, like sure. a song, the one from Swan Lake.
0: It's the one, you know, where all the, the four girls hold their hands and they do the same thing back and forth and all that. I'm trying to do it. And it's like, it's horrible, but you <laughs> anyway, got to put a dress, dress on time.
1: first. For to, to really buddy, be able to get the full I called effect. my buddy
0: Charlie and, uh, and I said, Hey, I'm just kind of here dropping them off. I had to run a couple errands, but you know, I got a few hours, a couple hours, you know, he's like, Hey, why don't we go bowling? I'm like, OK, last time I went bowling with the kids, I chose a ball that was large, too heavy and I paid for it. It was like an, a mild injury that lingered for a, a week. But uh, I was like, no, I'm going to go with a lighter ball and I'm going to we're going to go bowling. And, dude, I think I sent you the score. My first game, I, I bowled a one. Oh, yeah.
1: there were several X's there on that. On that I got scoreboard. Four,
0: four strikes in a row. I didn't even know what they call that because I know three in a row is a turkey. That was impressive. And then I had a fourth one. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And I was just gently just lobbing it, lobbing it down. And it was like, and I didn't injure myself. It was fun. So thanks. Shout out to Charlie. That was fun. The guys got and He brought me some, some booch, some kombucha. We were drinking it. I don't think they they like to have you do that, but I wasn't drinking anything they had in the bowling alley anyway. Oh, it's Strauss. Strauss family creameries. That was the ice cream that uh, uh, we got. That was a, a lemon cookie. It was really delicious. What are you playing? You found a Swan Lake sound song? Yeah. It's
1: playing kind of weird, but.
0: But no, I, the one I. The, is this it? I think that's from Swan Lake. This is anyway, a Swan Lake. A great, the girls had a great time. The boys had a great time. And, you know. I did, I wasn't so graceful, but I I scored really well on the bowling, and I'm like, next time I'll remember. I'm just staying with that lighter lighter weight ball if I if I go bowling. But that was fun, so that was part of the the Saturday events that were unusual. Oh, and that, that was the other thing I wanted to say at, at um, Redmond. They there it is. That's the classic one. You know that one, now,
1: right? Kinda, That's yeah. It. So, I can see it. Look.
0: Yes. <laughs> right? Look at the poor ladies that do that in Houston. its amazing. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. I hope we don't get dinged and, and banned for doing this.
1: Well, we don't—you know—we don't have to worry about Rumble. Rumble doesn't yeah. do that sort of thing. Facebook oh, might, but they—they they would just go, "Oh, we had to mute this part of your video."
0: Right, and Bobby Kennedy wasn't in that video, so you can't ban us, right? Yeah, so don't cut
1: the stream, please. Yeah.
0: Jeez, man, that's amazing. So anyway, uh, they had, we, we went out afterwards for dinner at, and had a, a, a dessert. They had organic banana cream pie, my friend. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I just got to say this. Life is better with pie. You know? Just then make mine organic and I'm in. And there, Leslie, if you're listening and watching, I don't know if you're making a pie tonight to bring to the studio tomorrow, but boy, oh boy, I didn't even think to ask. I'm just thinking pie right now. <laughs> and so I brought it up anyway. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to another story. Uh, last hour. This is what I did want to mention Uh story about 5.5 million tons. Is that right? Or 5.5 tons. Let me look at that article real quick. 5.5 5 tons. Tons. I it's, it's a million tons. We're all dead. But 5.5 5 tons <laughs> of radioactive water leaking out of the damaged Fukushima nuclear, nuclear plant. And this is, again, current. It's lowered. This is not old. Uh, you know, we've been on the air long enough to be covering that at the time. you Remember, Liam was with when us. When it slowly. happened.
1: Yeah. Because if, if I remember correctly, there was an earthquake that caused a tsunami. Yeah. Uh, the tsunami hit the coast of, of Japan where the Fukushima yeah. nuclear power plant was and it flooded it. And caused a bunch of damage and uh, caused, uh, I I believe at the time, it actually Mm -hmm. caused some radiation to leak into the ocean at the time. Yeah. Um, And so ever since then, the damage that was done to the the plant has never been like fully taken care of to the point that they didn't have this problem with this radioactive water that was being stored there.
0: Well, I must and so every every couple ocean. of years,
1: yeah. they've been like, "Well, you know, we're thinking we'll just kind of dump this in the ocean," and everybody's like, "What?" La yeah. la 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 la, and then they, mm-hmm. and then they don't. Yeah, and then I think they have like maybe a couple times since then where they're like, "Oh, which
0: is it's just a little bit." Yeah, just 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 a little bit of
1: radioactive.
0: Now, did you see that they they were studying these wolves and wildlife outside of Chernobyl? You know, because yep. those are no-go zones. They've you know evacuated for ever since eighty-six when this happened, and there are wolves that are living with levels of radiation exposure on a daily basis that you know was like ten times what you is acceptable for humans, and yet they're still alive and thriving. So the question of uh, adaptability comes to mind again. How much can we adapt to? And I will say this: I don't know what the diet is of those wolves, but I would hazard a guess that they probably a lot of, there's a lot of selenium in their diet because, as we know, post World War II. Uh, yeah, the fish are looking with three eyes, but post-World War II, <laughs> they, uh, you know, in Japan, there were a lot of people that didn't die after the initial blast of radiation sickness mm-hmm. or, or cancer, and arguably because of the high selenium in their diet, higher than anybody else. Now we also, in addition to selenium, I, I bring up, uh, Bob Reoran and the folium. Remember folium was developed in response to the Chernobyl disaster of 1986 in the former Soviet Union. And, uh, this is something that, uh, well, with all of this exposure that we cannot avoid and, and the dumping out or exposure through the water as well, if, you know, folium becomes a more critical product for everyday use, much less the criticality of someone on life and death, you know, uh, measures to intervene, like, you know, I'm bringing mom back to life. So, Folium PX, again, another reason to consider that. And selenium, get your selenium from 100% whole food sources, including the supplementation we get from Jonathan at ChooseToBeHealthy.com. And uh, he's at 866-424-1077, 424 1077 And you can use the uh, code RSB5 to get a little discount when you check out as well. Let me see so is there any. Go ahead.
1: Just just real quick on this story here, yeah. the significance of this uh, this story about the Fukushima nuclear plant. Yeah apparently workers at the at this this nuclear power plant suddenly discovered that whoops there's a water leak and it was coming out of an exhaust port on the outer wall of a high temperature <laughs> incinerator building and there's a dog not happy about the radiation <laughs> uh, and and apparently they found out I guess there was like some process going on where they were cleaning the 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 building and somehow somebody like <laughs> leaned over and bumped the, the lever and it yeah. opened up the thing and they're saying here that it uh, they estimated the leaked water contained over twenty two billion now that I've never seen this word before becquerels becquerels beckerels I'm thinking twenty two yeah. billion billion becquerels yeah. of radioactive material <laughs> into the ocean yeah whoops sorry guys didn't mean to do that. Uh, You know, you would think that there would be some kind of complicated process that would have to take place with maybe some fail-safes in there Mm -hmm. that would prevent somebody from accidentally dumping 22 billion becurels of radioactive water into the ocean.
0: Apparently not.
1: How does that happen exactly? I mean, is it really just like one button? Whoops. Oh, Sorry. I actually bumped the, the, dumped the radioactive water into the ocean button. Mm-hmm. You would think that would be a, a, maybe a, a more complicated process in order to have happen, that it wouldn't be that simple, that they were cleaning the building and suddenly dumped all of this radioactive water into the ocean. But, you know, when we first started covering this story, mm-hmm. it was like, do we have anything to worry about? I mean, is this going to hurt us? You know, what's going to happen? And at the time when the initial spill happened, they detected radiation here on our west coast. Yeah, Um, I mean, just, just imagine
0: strategically, there are things you can do. You don't have to put up your hands and go, it's all over. We're doomed. No, that's not what this show is ever about. Uh, so increase selenium levels, increase, uh, well, or even just start with the folium as well. Uh, I just saw a message from Michael Bolden. Uh, Tom Woods is posting about a guy named Clifton A. Duncan, who's doing a one man show. He's apparently an actor that uh, refused to take the COVID shots. Uh, but he's doing a one-man show about the life and ideas of Thomas Sowell. So uh, uh-huh. Bolden says we should look at him. I'd love to get him on based on that alone. That's amazing. That sounds great. All also, right. did you open the page that I sent you in uh, from the Inspired Network? So if you go to theinspirednetwork.org, inspirednetwork.org. The inspirednetwork.org where, did you, where did you send that? Uh, into Skype. Um, but theinspirednetwork.org, they've got uh, oh, you I know, see it now. online things going on uh, and they're, they're, they now have it up, if you scroll down on this page, Super Don, to the, uh, go to, I'm sorry, go to events first, up at the top, hit events. Um, yeah, and then scroll down to the bottom there and you'll see the second annual Inspired Global Leadership Summit in Geneva, Switzerland. So it's finally up and it's Friday, May 31st, then Saturday, June 1st and 2nd, I, you know, there'll be a lot of cool stuff happening there. And I've been invited to attend and, and MC perhaps and even speak uh so if you want a trip to switzerland or europe you click on that register you put in your first name last name email set up a password become a member and a phone number and That's they will cool. get back to you to approve you but yeah geneva on lake geneva uh, wow. gorgeous place so looks like we'll be broadcasting from switzerland this summer nice maybe france as well because it's right on the edge there and um so let's see now in.
1: you you went to colombia yeah and you brought me some coffee
0: yeah, what going to Switzerland? Switzerland. Chocolate? I don't know. I guess Swiss chocolate.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what they're best known I'll for. Right?
0: Cacao always comes from like South America, probably. Yeah. Or Central America. Anyway, we'll figure it out between <clears> now and then. Uh, let's see. Finally, uh, what else did I want to add into the mix? Vaccine make- makers seek a role in the fight against antibiotic resistance. Look, you don't need vaccine for that. You just need bioactive silver hydrosol and homeopathics. Resistance done. I'm not worried about it. You shouldn't be either. But they want patented uh, ability to inject you with things that they have no liability for. Don't fall for it. Finally, do we have time to do the detox dialogue since we got cut off? We'll, we'll have. Because um, we got knocked off the air and you're going to have to patch it up. And we started. You want to try and do that through. now? Let's i us do mean, a quick detox dialogue to wrap it up and then a short bonus round. All right. Sounds good. Detox dialogue.
1: It's time for detox dialogues right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show.
0: Again, just a little bit of uh, help for you. Many of you are far past remedial stages in detoxifying your body, but we're throwing out some ideas, some topics, some uh, techniques, some substances. This time, soak in a tub. Shout out to Trinity School of Natural Health, Folium and PX, for supporting us here in that Epsom salt baths. And we have a PDF. You can review that. it's very Again, it's a simple look at something that is very simple to do. And so this episode, we're going to dive into the therapeutic world of Epsom salt baths. It's simple, it's profound, and anybody can do it, pretty much. And you can get muscle soothing, relieving stress, support the body's natural detox processes. So I didn't know that. I
1: I was just going to say, I've learned something new today
0: here. Yeah. It's named after a bitter saline spring, or saline, depending on where you're saying it from, at Epsom in Surrey, England. Huh. I did not know that. It's not actually salt, but a naturally occurring pure mineral compound of magnesium and sulfate, magnesium sulfate. And so, uh, this is, you know, mag, mag, uh, sulfate. Okay. So these minerals, profound health benefit, anybody can, can utilize it, do it. And it's wonderful. So key characteristics as we go to the benefits, stress, physical detoxification, uh, relaxation, drawing out the toxins. In fact, you know there's an electrical uh, and, and drawing out, if you will, adsorption, if you will, but there's also mag- magnesium absorption. So you have out and in going on, and we can replenish magnesium levels that we know we need for many metabolic functions. Mentally, the stress reduction is just wonderful. When you get relaxation, you soak in in, in a mag, uh, magnesium sulfate bath, you're like, I'm ready to go to bed, I'm so relaxed. So muscle relaxation, physical activity, improved sleep, uh, skin health, sulfate, sulfur. Remember, sulfur is that homeopathic remedy for skin, and sulfur as a as a as a compound or as a substance is wonderful for for connective tissue and skin issues. Stress relief. We mentioned detox support. And uh, it's very simple to do. So how do you do it? Fill your bathtub with warm water. Ideally that you have a whole house filtration system or some way to pull out the chlorine because that seemingly would be detrimental and be more drying than helpful. You soak in the chlorine and stuff and fluoride as well. So make sure your water's pure if you can. And then add one to two cups of the Epsom salt, stir until dissolved, soak for at least 12 minutes, up to 40 minutes for maximum benefit and really chill out, light a candle, whatever. Don't uh, <laughs> fall asleep and drown and cause a fire. But Frequency two to three times a week, depending on your needs and response. Precautions: hydration. Drink plenty of water. You can get you can sweat in these warm or hot baths because uh, it holds the 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 energy, if you will. When you have these mineral salts, it holds the heat better than just water. Skin sensitivity: if you have sensitive skin, start with a lower amount. Medical conditions: if you have kidney problems, low blood pressure, uh, check with a healthcare provider before doing it. Complimentary practice, of course, detox, hydration is critical. I would argue that you should be drinking ECHO water if you go to ECHO H2O. Uh, we'll have to get Paul Baratero back on to give us some hydrogen updates. But hydration, balanced diet, primarily organic, of course, and mindfulness and relaxation techniques. Pairing your bath with meditation, deep breathing, prayerful time, quiet time, wonderful thing. We don't do enough of that. So. Super D, thank you. This PDF is available for everybody. Not everybody is advanced, so bear with us. Some people are just starting out and learning about these things. Epsom salt baths, timeless, accessible way to support your body's health and well-being. Whether you're looking to relieve stress, soothe poor muscles, poor sore muscle muscles. Yeah, poor muscles too. <laughs> or support your body's <laughs> detox. My effort. poor muscles. My poor aching body, right? Uh Epsom salt bath, simple, effective addition to your wellness routine. So We got not only homeopathic hits, but occasionally we do detox dialogues. If you have a suggestion for one, we've got some coming up planned ahead well and ahead, but remember this is education information, not replace your doctor if you have or want one, but make sure your doctor is at least going as many times a day as you are in terms of bowel movement or else he's or she is full of, you know what? You don't need their advice. Just saying, just saying, just my opinion. Anyway, thanks for joining us here. We've got a short bonus round before I have to head to the airport. And I thank you for the early edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Those just about tuning in early. You know, and wondering what went on. I'll tell you about it in the uh, bonus round after this, because the power to heal is yours. Gator feeding time at the zoo. Thanks, Super D. That was interesting. All right. Yeah, you ever been? You to, never uh,
1: know. You <laughs> never know what you're gonna find in our end of the show.
0: Super D, videos. when you were in Louisiana, did you see any gators?
1: <clears throat> I did. I ate some gator too. You
0: ate some gator too, but yeah. you saw real life gators, though.
1: I I did. Uh, yeah. There was a uh, a casino that mm-hmm. was nearby there where we lived, where we went and hung out and played around a few times. Um, and they had a indoor thing with alligators. They were just little ones. Yeah uh there and then uh there was a a, another town that we would drive to periodically and it had like a i don't know what it would be it was like a lake, not a lake but it was like a strip of water that you Mm -hmm. kind of ran through and you had to drive over a bridge and stuff and you would see the gators like you know just 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 their eyeballs right right, you know above the water you know type thing so fortunately beyond that i didn't um it was kind of freaky like yeah. You knew that you knew they were all around and stuff, but yeah. I uh,
0: well, we were in Florida for many years and it was a normal occurrence, uh, to see them, but yeah, occasionally you'd hear about the jogger that gets attacked or you know, in the spring, particular mating season when they're coming out from winter, and sometimes the poodle that gets eaten, mm-hmm, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was a real part of it. It's like Australia and Florida, you know, anything, I'll pass, can kill you, yeah,
1: all right? pass, you know, with the yeah. alligators and the snakes. And the giant spiders and (laughs) what's the
0: what's the worst thing you can run into in 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 Southern Oregon?
1: Um, they do have uh, mountain lions here. Okay, you can run into those. I would Mm -hmm. say that's probably an issue. I mean, there are some snakes here, you know, because we're in a kind of rural area. If you go hiking up into the, you know, the place, but yeah, mountain lions, uh, the occasional bear, perhaps. Um, that's about it though. All right. Yeah. Or maybe one of the, one of the crazy, uh, meth manufacturers up on the, the meth, mountain. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: thinking that could be the case. Well, if you're just tuning into the Robert Bell show, Monday edition, it's already done. We're in the bonus round. You're like, yeah. what? Did your wait a minute. Stop? You
1: started three minutes ago. What
0: happened? And no, what happened is not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. You know how that goes. It, it was basically, it is basically that I have to head to the airport to uh, fly out to uh, uh, Branson, Missouri, and meet with the Jim Bakers Ministries folks and do another recording for their show, the Jim Baker Ministries, and all their crew, good people. And we're going to talk more cardiovascular health and miracle and stuff. So uh, the timing worked out where I, w- if I was doing my show at normal time, I wouldn't make the flight. So Super D as always flexes with me, and we went a little two hours earlier than normal. So right now we'd be starting the show. And there's a point in the show where you want to tune in. We actually talked about the ad, the Super Bowl ad uh, run by the uh, Bobby Kennedy Super PAC for president. And then suddenly the CIA said, uh uh-uh, uh, no, mm-mm, shut you down and cut us off the air completely. We had to almost reboot the whole software thing before we were able to come back on. So Super Don's going to have to sew it back together again. I don't know how that works.
1: Well, okay. So on, on Rumble. Yeah. Um, and I think on. On our our broadcast that goes to the website, all that happened was things froze up for a couple of minutes, and then we were back. Okay. Um, so it, it should be it should be fairly easy for me to do. Okay. Um, as far as that goes, if you were watching on Facebook, chances are it had to, it ended up starting a new, uh, a new video. So new. sorry about that. And X as well, probably. X probably as well. I'm not. By sure the way,
0: anybody. That. Uh, there on Rumble today, saying anything because I've been quiet there.
1: No, it's been very quiet on the new, new
0: viewers on X, which is cool. Yep. Uh, dude, it was a, I was an interesting show, I have to say, because
1: today was not your typical show. That's true. Yeah. We, we, we just kind of, I, I thought it was okay though. You know, I kind of like the opportunity to be able to just talk, you know.
0: I, I do too. Um, I, it's refreshing. I love interacting. Just have a with conversation. You. I know. It was a, Pretty cool stuff we we talked about today, Super D. And I would encourage you, if you're just tuning in and you're wondering why we're in the bonus round, I just explained it, go back, rewind. As soon as we're done, I think you can start pressing play at the Rumble and watch the whole show. Because normally I have Super Don play it again. Yeah. Because, well, people are used to seeing it then. But I don't know. I mean, will people...
1: Well, and when we do the early, early show, that makes more sense because yeah. then there's like a couple hours before that time again, but we're in the time right now that people would be showing up anyway. So all you got to do is if you're Mm -hmm. watching right now is after the show ends, just wait a minute and uh, it'll allow you to press play and it'll start from the beginning.
0: Diana says it just froze and said, waiting for video to return. That's maybe on Facebook where she's watching. So who knows what happened there, but uh, it was kind of weird, the timing of it. You played that Super Pack video, 30 second spot that was played on the commercial we played it for free though. We didn't make any money off of it, (laughs) but we got like shut down from anyway. Yep. Yeah. But good discussion. And, uh, for those of you who are joining us now, go back to the beginning at rumble and watch the show. I think it'll be, I think you'll enjoy it. It's just you. It's just you, me and super D for two plus hours. And sometimes those are the best shows. We just get to get to shoot the, you know what? (laughs) Yes. Right the you know what. So tomorrow we're going to encore it because I'll be flying back uh, during the showtime. It's a quick trip. And, and then we'll be back live Wednesday for the rest of the week and our next Sunday conversation. And I hope you enjoyed it yesterday. We played James Lyons Weiler from IPAC, Dr. Jack from the autism health summit. For those of you who are patron supporters of the Robert Scott Bell show, you had access to that almost immediately next Sunday. I've got a special interview, an hour long interview with Judy Mikovits, Dr. Mikovits, And you, won't, you don't wanna miss that. And that's also available right now already if you're a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And yeah. our next Zoom AMA will be February 24th. And that will be at noon Eastern, that's a Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And that's where we do a couple hours on Zoom. Some of them have gone more than two hours because the questions keep on coming when we think we're <clears> done but lots of awesome giveaways in addition to everything else that you get being a patron supporter as well. So thank you for that. Thank you for your consideration there. So any other announcements, anything I forgot to cover today on the show? I don't think so. Okay.
1: That should cover it for now. So on court tomorrow and back on Wednesday and um, you got anything else?
0: No, I just got to finish packing, get get some things organized, and then I head out. But thank you for doing this early with me, Super D. I appreciate yeah, of that. of course.
1: Yeah, this is, this is no big deal.
0: And seriously, I, I love it when we get to just you and me, we get to have some conversations. You get to bounce off of my silliness and craziness. And what what is he talking about now? Really, you're going to say that? And, <laughs> and you don't run away screaming. I appreciate that as well. Uh, it takes a lot. <laughs> it does. I know. It, you got to drink it, a lot of wine, apparently. It
1: it takes a lot to to make me run away screaming. (laughs) It could happen. Right. Chase after me with the uh, coffee enema hose and I'll probably run away screaming.
0: Well, look, if somebody wants to donate a trip to Switzerland for (laughs) Super Don, this is the funny thing. The other day we were talking about the Switzerland thing and he, you brought it up and I completely forgot about it. It's like, it, yeah. if you end up going, what would have to happen is that you agreed that was the one thing when we asked you, what would it take? And you're like, a trip to Switzerland. And I don't
1: even, you know, the funny thing is, I don't even know. Like, it was just like a random thing. Just that was the first thing popped into my brain. So well,
0: how funny would it be if we were able to come up with the funds to get you? Yeah, uh, No,
1: I'd have to refuse. But anyway,
0: <laughs> no, but, you that wasn't part of the deal.
1: Yeah, know.
0: Do you have a passport?
1: I'd be like, no, I don't. I don't know if I could get one, to be honest with you.
0: Well, see, that would be a legitimate excuse. Yeah. Now you have one.
1: You know, I picked something that I figured would never happen. You know, that's yeah. this is what you're supposed to do, right? Mm. You're supposed to pick the thing. You know, the, one of the things that you know would never, never happen, so you never have to do it.
0: But yeah. Well, now you might have to reconsider that. Yeah. Well, Anyway. Anyway,
1: it's cool that you get to go. And we'll we'll be able to add that to the list of exotic places that you've been able to broadcast the show from.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that. Okay. So and 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 that's where I was sharing about my friend who happens to now be in the parliament in Switzerland. Like cause I said, you know, I was trying to reach her, and I'm like, she's not responding. And then I called her contacted her dad, and then I found I got her. But it was like she's like a high up official. She's working in the security division, if you will, if you were on that committee or something. Like, dude, that's pretty pretty wild. So I see. Maybe I can get her to speak at the event. I don't know. There you go. Kind of cool. So anyway, all well, right, man. With that. Thank you once again. And if you've just tuning into the Robert Scott Bell Show, this is the bonus round. Why? Because we started the show two hours earlier than normal, so I could get out to the airport and uh, you know another event that I've got to cover. And I get to cover. Let me just say it that way. It's kind of cool. And I look forward to seeing Leslie and her girls, I think they're planning on coming down to the taping and, and you know, anybody that wants to go to the Jim Baker ministry, South of Branson, uh, that'll be tomorrow morning when we're, we're uh, taping and doing some stuff then heading back to the airport in the afternoon. Uh, and that's the plan. And Leslie says, just as I said, that is the plan. She says, that is the plan. So great, Leslie, by the way, Leslie, any pie you bring in any pie. I, I, I brought that up earlier, just kind of occurred to me because I had, uh, uh, it's a two and a half hour drive. Yeah, the pie will be still nice. That won't be a problem, will it? <laughs> I'm teasing. But we had banana cream pie at Redmond's the other night, and it well, oh, it was so good. Oh my gosh! They so said life is better with pie. I'm just saying. That's what Homer would say too. Homer would say that too, and then he would also say mm, beer. Yeah, I did. I, you know what I did? I opened up after the organic pizza I ate for the Super Bowl. Uh, I think I did I send you a picture? Yes, you did, yeah.
1: yes, it was, it, a, it was uh, a it was a ice cold brew zero plus
0: what do you brew zero plus? I don't know that it says i p n a oh, come
1: on. have you what? forgotten already? Yeah, I did. I spent all this time putting these comedy to bits. that was the uh that was the the beer that uh, Al Gore was was promoting. Oh, dude, yeah, sorry. The non-alcoholic I, beer and right. the secret ingredient is real beer.
0: Oh, that was great. No, thank you for that. I apologize. My mind is already on the <laughs> air, getting to the airport. That's why I missed it. But I, yeah, it wasn't. Was
1: your words I, caused me pain. I'm it sorry. Was, I, okay.
0: It was an IPA, which is a big fan. Judy Mikeovitz, a big fan of that uh, for the terpenes. And then it's a non-alcoholic version of it. And it's really good. It was kind of hop hop happy, so to speak and
1: um it said ipna
0: yeah but it was a play it was an ipa but i they used that as the the the, non alcoholic non alcoholic yeah yeah. yeah. so i had to get that had to get that that was nice anyway with that i'm going to sign off super don can you take it away from here
1: yep i can because all i got to do is press this button right here and say see you guys on wednesday